This podcast recorded live from the Urban Fly Company studios. And we are back for another week of the SVS Fly Fishing Podcast. Jay Thompson here. To my right, Urban Fly Company's Mark Burns. Big man on the board, Chris Sims. And the man with no beard, Jim Franklin. Looking good, um, my friend. Thank you. I knew you'd appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, on this week's podcast, we're going to do, uh, you know, Jim's turkey update. No, I just kind of gave it away. But uh, we're going to do, uh, there was uh, a scandal with weights <laughs> in a fish. And we're going to talk about that a little bit as well. Uh, Chris and Mark are taking a trip to Michigan. We'll get into that and what they expect and, you know, well, who they're fishing with and what they're going to get into. Uh, the SVS hybrid fishing family experience. We had, uh, we're going to get into that after we take our break. Uh, so we're going to come back with some uh, grilling foods, uh, and I had some lawnmower fails that are pretty funny uh, in the last couple weeks, um, and we have some upcoming events. Uh, um, Evans has an event uh, coming up in Springville, New York, Muskie event on um, May 26th, so uh, we'll talk about that a little bit too. Uh, but before we get to those topics, who sponsors the podcast, Mark? We've got Sims Fishing. Check them out. they got the new Freestone lineup out. So they've changed that up a bit for uh, 2023 from boots, waders, to pretty much everything on the whole Freestone line's changed up. So check it out. We've got Yeti, built for the wild, A-Rex hooks, fresh and salt water. Just got some of the new SA-210s in. That's a new saltwater hook to check out. Definitely worth, a, worth something tying on. And we've got Cortland Lines. So we've been talking about hybrids. They've got some striper lines that I want to give a shot and get in the boat and give them a run here. Yeah, I've been I've been talking to a rooster the last couple of days about what would work and what he recommended. So when we talk about stripers, we'll talk about that. But sure. friends of the show tonight, we've got Ryan Evans at Queen City Diving. Dive. We've got Ryan Evans at Queen City Guiding. Michael Davis at Down to Earth Wealth Management. Thomas Schenk at Chippewa River Custom Rods. Our friends over at Muskie Fool and the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance. Well, uh, Chris, take another sip of that bourbon and get your <laughs> shit together. This is my first yeah. drink today. Yeah, I, well, I know. You better drink a little more. You need, to get, you need to get it together over here. Keep your composure over there, sir. Apparently, Evans and, is uh, doing diving in the uh, upper Niagara now. I think that'd be cool, though. Oh, that would be. Can you imagine the fish you would see oh, up there? I, awesome. I can imagine the, right the now, current. Right yeah. now, you would see some of the coolest fish you'd ever seen in your whole life. You'd need like a 200-pound anchor to keep you in place. Oh, yeah, though. absolutely. There is a, um, there are, I mean, there's some sturgeon that run through there yeah, at a certain point. In the yeah, year. that'd be cool yep. to see And one. you can just see them porpoising all over, and you could see them even down underneath you, and they're 7 to 10 feet long. You're never going to catch one of them, but, you know, they're just cool to see. And there's just a bunch of them. This is, it seems like just a million dinosaurs out there. Yeah, it's and kings. Cool thing. Kings right now, I think you could see. That, that, that'd be cool. So, that, so yeah. Ryan, while I butchered your entire business and livelihood, I, uh, we found a neat way to talk about that. So you should try yeah. that sometime. But and live, because we'll be it going, sounds very dangerous. We'll be going up there in a couple of weeks. And, you know, last year I fished with them. But uh, we'll get to that a little later. Uh, for now, let's get started with... Uh, Jim's turkey update. So, yeah, turkey updates. I am uh, feeling defeated. I've been trying to roost birds, and I've been spending a lot of time out in the woods, and it's just been quiet, quiet, quiet. Every day I'm at work, you know, for the last couple of days. It's nice and sunny. You know, get up this morning, and, you know, we got the typical gloom that we've had for the, you know, the last couple of weeks. 
And, you know, it wasn't too bad. You know, the rain held off until after time frame was over. But um, quiet mornings. I, I bounced around to three different spots this morning, and it was just no go. Really? I've, I've, I've just, all I've seen is, you know, I've seen turkeys just driving I, yeah. around, Dude, you I've know what I mean, in every, fields around here. I mean, we're morning, out in the middle of nowhere. Every, every morning on the way to work, every field I see is loaded. It's like the day that I'm off. It's like they're just gone. I had two jakes fighting in my yard this morning. On one parcel of the property that I hunt, I do think I might have found a small piece of the puzzle to my problem. I found one of the largest piles of coyote feces that I think I've ever seen in the woods. I mean, this looked like a grown man took a duke out there. That's a big dog. I found a couple tracks. and A, couple I mean, ge- a German Shepherd? No, 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 no. You could tell. You could tell the difference. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm oh, just yeah. saying a German yeah. Shepherd t- size shit. I would bet you that that dog's probably every bit of fifty pounds. Okay. I mean that, that's yeah. a good size. Yeah. That's a good size Yodi. So I think uh, I think I'm going to shift gears well, a little bit here. I can tell you what a seventy five pound <laughs> German Shepherd shit looks like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll give you something to do at night and on Sundays. You can go kill a coyote. Yeah. So um, I do. Uh, I got a. Pretty pretty legit coyote rifle. I got a twenty two two fifty that's laid out, so I think I'm gonna break it out, have a date with my Fox Pro here in the next couple days, yeah, put yeah. the laser lights on, and I think I'm gonna try to see what I can exterminate. Because I mean, I have had pictures of quite a few coyotes, like especially going through deer season this last year, and I mean the turkey numbers over in that property are really showing this year. I don't know if it's because of the predation that they're being that quiet, because I know the birds are there. I have pictures of them on trail cameras. You're gonna trap them, right? Or is it trapping them? Or are you just going to shoot no, them? No, no, no. I'm going to go... A, some, yeah, I got like a... dog? Or I got a fox. Gonna, shoot them, shoot them. I got a fox pro. So I got an electronic collar. Oh, okay. So I'll go set it out in the field and have at it. I've hunted coyotes for, you know, quite a while. And I got to tell you, they're one of the shittiest animals to hunt by far because they're using their nose the whole time. I mean, you're calling to them. They're wind checking you. They're circling downwind the entire time. Yeah, they're one of the hardest to harvest. I've only ever without killed. dogs. Yeah, that's I, like a lot of guys have dogs, and dogs are just yeah. run them forever until they're yeah. basically dying. Yeah, I've noticed over here. I mean, coyote is like the Super Bowl over here of you know varmint extermination. I've drove past some trucks, and you'd look on the bed of them, and they're just a flatbed full of just pelts laying out everywhere. Ninety percent of the people that do it around here do it off bait at night. Yeah, because it is. It is so hard to do. You know, and I yeah. even thought about even trying to go into that. I mean, I. I live right next to a couple really close freeways to my house. So, I mean, I could pick up a roadkill very easy. I thought about just, you know, picking one up, taking it out in the field, staking her out. Jim's over hey, here man. Throwing a in the Dude, Dan, I hate coyotes. You know what, though? If you're going to do Jim, why, why don't you run a. Why uh, stink like shit? If you've got them on camera, run, run a snare line. I mean, I could do snares, man. But the problem with doing snares is, is to like legally do it, you have to be able to go check them every single day. Yeah, I mean, that's you've got the to problem. Label and you've got to check them. Yeah, I mean, again. you got to, especially with trapping. I mean, I'm, I have I a trapping. Think it's daily problem. right now, though. You can go. I think it's like three, isn't it? I don't know how they for coyotes. Know. Yeah. Oh my god, Ohio. I, I mean, over there, that's an Ohio property, so they have no close season on them. I mean, you just no, 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 no. I don't mean close season. I mean checking <laughs> it though, like from the be left in it every day. I don't know every day in Ohio. Every twenty four hours, they got to be checked. So I mean I could probably I'm in I mean I'm I don't know if I would 100% call this legal I'd have to check into it but I might be able to get away with it if I run like a cellular trail camera on it like set up a snare set up and you know run a cell cam on it so at least I could constantly check it if there is movement in it it's going to trigger the cell camera. So I mean 
it's a possibility to yeah, do but you're that. Gonna have but so you're going to have how many cameras though? Yeah, ten, ten cell cameras on every. I mean, yeah. I'm running, I'm running five right now. So I mean, I got five cell cams out at all times. Yeah. Oh, wow. So if you're doing it over for just that, then you can yeah. pop. You I probably still need. I could just take one camera from one setup and. I mean, you probably want another. a snare line at what? Probably eight or ten, though. I'd say. But man, there's know. nothing more fun than watching just a coyote's head just pink mist it. Yeah, know, there's not much better than putting around through a coyote. Mm-hmm. I, I've hunted them. <clears throat> I've, I would say I've probably hunted coyotes like effectively with a gun and a collar and like trying to really kill them for probably like four or five years. I've only ever killed one while I was actually coyote hunting and I have it mounted in my house. That was a big female. That was like Speaking. a 45 pound female. Speaking yeah, of mounted, I need to get hmm. mine over here. Pretty fucking cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that, that one in my dad's store that he's trying to unload and get out of his store that we're going to put somewhere here. Yeah, we're going to put it right in that corner. It's going to take up a lot more. Okay. It's a 65 pounder. It and takes up a lot more we're, than we're, that well, corner. We're gonna move, we'll move the table further toward the cameras. Move the camera back just a little bit. We have a little bit of room there, like a flutter three. Yeah. And uh, you can it'll go behind us. Maybe back in that corner. Yeah, I'll, we'll I'll, figure a place I'll out for. I'll snuggle with it. You just want to have it's a whole cool. troop of coyotes. You can have my coyote mount over well, here too. Well, I like what we were talking about. We're gonna do some. You know, there will be more uh, things in the room just in case we do get to putting this stuff up on YouTube a little we more. Got to keep the PA oh, tradition dog, and dog, have we're, a Palomino. We're we're, we're cutting. Definitely need a Palomino to the butt of a steel head. A couple last minute things to do, and it's ready to go. Well, there you go. That sounds nice. great. So we're gonna keep adding on to the room. There's gonna be a musky, a 48 inch musky, and mount back there above me and chris i think and uh that dad got a long time ago but hey he said it's just sitting in my basement and got getting seen by anybody might as well put it up there and nice you know we love gifts other too so yeah. if, if any of our viewers could think of you know some stuff that they would maybe like to see up here. how many <laughs> send jay many, all of your mouths how many <laughs> 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 I just want to show up here one Sunday. Yeah, just with, mounts everywhere. With the whole front yard filled with boxes and chain. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> I have a rough grouse I mounted that I'll bring down. There you go. You, you want a squirrel? We're gonna, uh, hey, man. You see my basement. I got all the uh, deer laying down. You got here. a couple good some, deer down there, man. Some, yeah, you have a couple. Yeah, we'll put the deer up. Uh, the. Uh, don't you have a steelhead that you don't care anything about, too? That steelhead is harboring, like... Ten retired flies, oh, all okay. of the beast <laughs> lanyards. Mm-hmm. He's I mean, part that of the thing's time got, desk. Yeah, that's now the Palomino. They can bring it over. No, it has to be a Palomino. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if there's anything that says up. Western Pennsylvania, it's a fucking yeah. Palomino. You don't got to pull my leg for that. We can take uh, that out of there. That's great. Just get a plastic You're banana <laughs> and put it on a plaque. But no, that's <laughs> it. I got I got two deer, a coyote, and two fish. That's all. I did all when I was younger, and probably I don't think I've mounted an animal and. I think everything was before I was 25, so it's probably been I've never 12, 15 years or so. When I got my when I got my big buck, my one uh, my 158 A point, I think that was the last thing I had mounted, and that was 2008. Now I've got I've done a couple European mounts since then, but I did that. Dude, Euro mounts are just does so that, much. Does that count? Cheap. I mean, I did get to have somebody do a Euro mount for me. But that was uh, it. That was it. Yeah, that counts because it's uh, hanging a trophy of your kill. Mm. Man, when I, I shot that was the last buck, thing I did then. I was like just short of 140. I was holding my daughter in the picture with, and she was wee little. <laughs> yeah, we were in, we were down by Pittsburgh and had a 96 Accord. And I'm like, how am I gonna get this thing home? <laughs> we had three Dutch guys fit it in the trunk. Nice. Three of us like 
turn every leg, which pushed, shoved, got the rack up in, stuck the whole thing in there and got home. Dad's like, no good. I was like, pop the trunk. <laughs> it took three of us <laughs> to pull it out. Thing was like so smashed in there at that point. But no, got her back up here from it. Yeah, I was still married to the first wife when I shot that big one. Still legally married. We weren't talking. She, she didn't get the buck Air in the divorce. talking. No, she... No, all she right, did not. Good. She just got all my money instead. All right, you know, that's a fair <laughs> trade. Fair trade. Uh, yeah, the, the coolest thing about coyote hunting, though, at night is when you're sitting there and it's pitch black and you know these things are predators and where there's one, there's a dozen. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of creepy and it's awesome to, to feel like you're hunting but know you're still partially being hunted. Super cool, mm, especially no. when you can do that in Western Pennsylvania. Yeah, definitely. And like Jim, I did it for years when I was younger. And like Jim said, it is really hard with coyotes. I oh, mean, man. I've, I've called in a couple. I always did mouth calls, and I called a couple in. I only ever killed one. I killed the 65-pounder hunting deer, but that was uh, only one actually coyote hunting. But I called quite a few fox in. Be surprised yeah. the amount of fox that will come in, and they'll give you a lot more opportunity. So, I mean, when they're in season, you can definitely have... Yeah, and that's another thing, too, because, you know, I'm not a person that's going to, you know, primarily hunt foxes, just to hunt foxes. So, whenever I do see one come in, it's always like, yeah, oh, shit, is it, is it in? You yeah, know, is it legal to shoot see one right now? now? Yeah, a fly tie-in? Oh, grab one of them. Not just that, but yeah. do you want to wax that fox and then ruin your night for coyotes? Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being... What we're talking about now, but will you abandon? You're not going to abandon turkey no, season no, no, while no, it's no. in to kill a coyote. No, we hunt turkeys till noon. Coyotes are, you know, any other time that you ever see one, shoot them, drop them all. Sure. And Sundays. Yeah. And in Sundays. Pennsylvania. Well, and, and oh, that Pennsylvania. Is, that's huge. You know, and that's probably another reason why coyote hunting is as big as it is in Pennsylvania because you, you can. You yeah. can do it on Sunday. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you should. God doesn't care about coyotes in Pennsylvania. No, coyote lives or crows. do not no, they, or crows. no, or crows. Exterminate crows with extreme yes. prejudice. Yes. Only that on Sundays. Everything else is cool. Well, and I guess you could fish on Sundays. Uh, God God also hates deer two Sundays and bear one Sunday. And 10 car yeah. fishing. I thought it was turkey <laughs> one Sunday. Or is it two deer? It's two deer. There's one archery deer and oh, then okay. the first Sunday rifle deer yeah. and then one of bear. Yeah, the bear Sunday, yeah. Like the Jesus loves musky sticker. We need to get a Jesus hates Tenkara. <laughs> Jesus hates Tenkara. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there'd wow. be a lawsuit at that I one. Yes, Man, yes, no, yes, you yeah. know what? I think people would buy the shit out of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we can make that happen. Or want the hell out uh, of it at least. I've got my Jesus loves musky sticker on my bump board, which uh, which got... I'm yeah, running. I, we're probably looking at one right now. It's... I'm sure it's over there. I'm running very lean. I got picked up like 30-some of them when I was down at the Hardly five years ago, and they're about gone. Who made those? We'll get to that down the line. Right on. Because I don't want to print them. I don't know and if you can still get them. I've, it's, it's a long story. but I don't want to rob pain. somebody of their IP is, is what I'm saying. Like I don't want to print them for ourselves and be like, we should send this guy money or talk to him about the rights. Because if he... But Jesus hates Tenkara? No, no, no. Je- I, <laughs> no, Jesus loves musky. If he oh, wants... That's, yeah, you're being, that's, yeah, that's... Yeah. For all We're fair definitely talk, making the Tenkara ones. Fuck yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah, as I say, nobody's got that one, but no. yeah, the Jesus loves musky. Runner through Canva, and uh, we can do whatever. That's happening tonight. So uh, <laughs> if, if we see Jesus hates Tenkara out there anywhere else, uh, 
We know you stole That's going to be the name of the yeah. show. Chris Sims has a long <laughs> list of attorneys. <laughs> <night> show name. <laughs> Jesus hates Dick Cara. <laughs> uh, my favorite sticker on my boat is still that uh, there's Jesus peeking around a corner that says, I saw that. It's, it's my favorite sticker on my boat. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Because you look at it every time your trout set. Yes, that's correct. And that's, that's why it's there for trout setting. So I look back and I'm like, fuck. I, I think that. my favorite one on my boat is the don't drown. It will spoil your days. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. Yeah. Uh, we were just talking about that, though. Like you pointed out like the big uh, Patagonia sticker from the Harley we got. Yeah. That was a cool there, one. You're looking at it right over there again. Yeah. Look, look at my yeah. tying that's desk. A, it's got it right sweet there sticker. in the back of my tying desk. Dude, that's the coolest sticker I think. I, well, there's a couple really yeah, nice Yeah, there's a couple really cool ones over there. I got there. three yeah. stickers left on the boat. No, I shouldn't say because there's all them ones underneath where I sit that I don't yeah. see. But yeah. I, I've got... Musky Lives Matter. Uh-huh. I've got the T-Bore stickers. I've got some Costa stickers. I've got Suckless. Uh, I've got a couple of, couple of your uh, Urban Fly Company stickers. I need stickers. to get more of that one on your... Like on your crowl. That holographic yeah, on the, the back of the ones. cowl, that looks really good. Yeah. I like I that. I need a lot. one for my windshield, man. I need an Urban Flyco one. I told you to take the, the big cutout. I got two of them. I'll take it. Next time I'm over, I'll grab it. I think they're 12 by 12. I already got my Cortland it's ones gray. all on there. Yeah, I've got I that. Put some on my, I like to put some on the car. I mean, the ones I, I mean, those ones I really, really like that I put on the tying desk because no wear and tear to them ever. They're going to be there for. Ever, pretty much. Oh, my tiny has got to have 100 stickers on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're overlapping. I, I, I really like them. Yeah. I got them up over, like, rolling yeah. the top. And now I've, I've got, like, a. Uh, every time I get stickers now, it's not like it used to be. It used to be, like, you got stickers from everything. everything. Well, they're yeah. expensive now, it's now. now. Yeah, and it's kind of backed off. So anymore, what I do is I have, like, a little box. I put them all in. And I'm kind of, like, I'm not saying precise, but it's, like, when I try to, like, not make it look too, too tacky. So right. when there is something I want to sticker up, like that new box I made, the um, big like boat box deal, yeah. that thing got stickered up cool. Yeah. It was all like specific stickers for it, and it was neat. Yeah, I had a I had a '98 Tacoma that I used to take up to the Cape, and it was it was an awesome truck, and I had it stickered the hell out. Uh, and when you'd park on the causeway on Morris Island, uh, everybody's driving by your car. Uh, well, one year I got broken into, and they got you stole your stickers. No, took <laughs> 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 my back my back glass. The back window. I want these stickers. No, they took. They got a pair of binoculars, a couple reels, oh. and uh. since since then, I don't put any stickers on my vehicle at all because I know it's parked, <laughs> and if somebody sees it, they're like, "Hey, there could be something expensive in there." And you there know, is. I've been thinking about that more and more, or even just, well, my car doesn't have a mirror, so they'd know it anyway, but, uh, you know, that's Jay's car, and if somebody, you know, that doesn't like Jay, you know, I'm no. the nicest guy in the world, I, I know, doesn't want to come up and just, just you know, s- kick my tire, slash my, do, do, do anything stupid just because of who, you know, yeah. who the hell so, they might, they might not like me, who knows. And, yeah, I was, you were going to say, I was going to say, uh, 20, I don't know, 20 years ago, I was in high school. We were uh, we would go night fishing at the local lake a lot in the far right east end launch. We had our window or our uh, side window busted out one time. Someone threw a rock through. Well, probably two three weeks later, we come in and there is a truck in the launch in the water, just dead smack in the middle. We can't get the boat. We can't do nothing. 
Here the guy launched his truck, drove it straight forward. Somebody came and stole the clutch and everything right out of it. Shifter clutch and all, straight out the middle. What? Yeah, opened the door. There's nothing in the center. Wow. There's been a lot of crazy now, stuff like that going around here. Lately. They had a, a couple spots where they had, like, then they ended up putting camera, like, trail cams mm-hmm. up and catching them. But they literally stole the freaking clutch out. We had to wait for two, three hours for That's a smooth operation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's just all catalytic converters. Yeah. <clears throat> but what I was going to well. say, Sims, I know you from a car level. I don't think necessarily some stickers is what somebody needs to figure <laughs> it out that you may or may not have some nice things in your vehicle. <laughs> but it's, it's only yeah, I don't disagree with you at all. That 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 makes yeah sense. But but with that stigma also sure. comes the fact that I'm probably carrying a handgun. Yeah. So if I hundred percent, yeah, it, it, it's it's tip for tat, you know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe instead of putting a, little, a, bunch a little, of, maybe instead of putting a bunch of T-bor stickers on there, yeah. put a bunch of Reddington ones on. I'm gonna go to the next truck. Well, well, I'm gonna look for that Loomis and Hatch. Get a moonshine rod sticker. Yeah, (laughs) just get an ugly stick sticker and put it on the back. Call it a day. They just walk down through looking for Abel. Okay, perfect. Here we go. That's the one. That's the one. (laughs) So from one kind of a shithead to another. um, So uh, I was I was just reading on the pooper today. You know, I was you know. This morning, you're just scrolling through the daily uh, fishing news, and um, so there were fishing weights caught in another fish in another tournament. Um, not quite the, you know, magnitude magnitude of what you know the local uh, shithead did, but um, yeah, it was uh, uh, Omar, uh, Michigan. It was a sucker fishing tournament. Um, that is pretty big. I guess Omar is the smallest, claimed the smallest town in Michigan. But for this week or this little time that these, the that the sucker are running there from Lake Huron to spawn, it gets a huge thing. It's sucker fest. Everybody goes out. <laughs> I like, was seriously. just about to say, oh, do they have a sucker festival? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, they it got is, sucker it's, fest? It's, it's the Omar Sucker Fest. <laughs> I got to tell you, if they don't market that correctly, they're going to get the wrong crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> we had to talk about Sucker Fest, okay? <laughs> so um, I was reading, and some kid, uh, they didn't just claim names, and I, I don't just, uh, they, they didn't because I think the kid was younger than 18. And they didn't want to throw this kid under the bus and ruin his life. Over. But he was banned from the tournament. And I think they said he like he was caught right there on the on the spot. So he, you know, you know, everybody he's known now to have done that. And that's in shame enough in itself. Um for somebody I think at that age, and I don't think he would do the same thing again. So he was um, stuffing weights in the sucker. In the gills, I guess. Not into like the meat of the su- uh, sucker, but in the gills. So did this fish just like have like a like a T bone through him? I didn't like. see the pictures of the fish per se. Um, I just read the article, uh, but I thought it was something you know that's just that's just insane. You know, people, even at that level, it's a, it was a thousand dollar winnings. Um, but they do they do uh, they do crown a sucker king and a sucker queen. Um, I, I dated one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Queen. 
these days. We are in. It's 2023, folks. It's 2023. You can do whatever the hell you want. If you want to have no, 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 no. <laughs> eject, I'm not gonna go anymore. Um, but you know, I just I, I and then uh, so the girl there was a tie for second place, and once they found that out, the two second place winners uh, they took first place, obviously. And one was a 12 year old girl. I think it was like I think his weighed in four eight four point eight something or another, and hers theirs were just right under or so, and you know. But hey, good for them. Good for winning the tournament. Uh, you know, when the kids are out there having, I, I think it's more of a kids thing. I didn't don't think it's too serious. I'm not sure. It could be serious. Could be. I don't didn't read that far into it. But uh, yeah, it's the Omar Sucker Fest. So if you're going to, to do some sucker fishing, Who gives a shit about the Omar Sucker Fest. <laughs> I love how you're elaborating on this. Like anybody out there cares about something that. This is like the littlest tournament ever. It's cracking me up because I never heard of it beforehand. And the more you got into it, the more interested I got. I'm, I'm, just, like, I'm just imagining like a one pound sucker with like a six ounce weight in its mouth. <laughs> the amount of intrigue that you've brought out of oh, this I is just, the hysterical all, part. All because I want, <laughs> All I want is the... The silly <laughs> dick jokes, to be honest. I mean, it's well, called the Sucker yeah. Fest. I mean, I'm, I'm just bleeding the dick jokes. Oh, I gotta be honest. If you could throw, no, throw five dick, dick jokes out there, I mean, away, it's yeah, great because, like, you first told us this before the podcast. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Then you kept going and going. I'm like, no, this is great. You gotta roll with this. I I <laughs> no, bit through my tongue. This is wonderful. I bit through my tongue when you said, yeah, it's mostly for kids. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to back up from the mic, <laughs> and I, I opted not to. I was just elaborating on the call in my red that you know when this guy lost, these kids won. I guess it's a, a tournament for all ages. We'll say. Oh, God. oh good. good. <laughs> if you ever see yourself in Michigan in this area, go see the sucker. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it now. You know it's well, on, you fucking should. It is on my I calendar mean, for next year. We're going to the Omar Sucker Fest and we're doing a live podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be. <laughs> and it's probably not too far away. It's probably like four or five hours from here. If it's coming out of here on. Yeah, we'll, oh. just, we'll just stop on Wednesday and check it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark and I are going to run recon. Right. We we can stop and buy some stuff that we want to buy or go to the fly shop. F that. We're going to Omar. <laughs> going to Omar. <laughs> Get a shirt that said I went to Suckerfest. <laughs> and one. And one. <laughs> Chris got three pounds of nail weight shoved up the anal to him. Just feeding them in there. Oh. That's All why right. we have magnets at fishing tournaments, folks. I think you'll find a lot of Tenkara fishermen there as well. Probably wouldn't be a bad setup for suckers. You know, you're probably right. That's how they fish for them in Asia, generally. Worms, man. They're saying worms. Worms? Yeah. Did we just get serious about this? <laughs> <laughs> All I'm doing was referring back to this column. They said they used worms. You're going to have a sink I three. I don't give a shit. Oh, all right. So speaking so, of that, since you guys did mention you guys no, 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 are going to be... Wait, wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before, okay. before we... <laughs> Come on. I was getting to something serious. Uh, uh, no, no, <laughs> before we get move on to that, I just like thought of something. Because like, you know Japanese on like the whole gear side of things, uh -huh. everything they have, because everything's so pressured, it's always like top of the line, top notch. 
Why do you know Japanese fly gear? You know, that's a really good question. I just like everything that like is is ran in a Korea or China, but nothing's you know the the Korean place has, from what I understand, a bunch of you know different American. I don't know what the what the structure of it is. Right, right, right. Yeah, but you know, Hardy's there, Reddington's there, everybody's there, and they've said I don't know how the whole, but but the Korea plant does a lot of it, but there's nothing out of Japan. No, nothing at all, not even any brands that I know of, like that other originated than, in Japan. I mean, I mean, other than Browning, but that's Brown uh, currently, currently, yeah, yeah, yeah. They Browning's spin for they spin for the win over there. What's that? What's they, that? They spin for the win over there. There are a lot of spin fishermen. Yeah, and the, again, there are a lot of fixed Akuma and that, fixed like line. The Japanese and all that. I love Akuma. I have a couple of Akuma Akuma yeah. products. Those are my cat. I don't think they're you know, Japanese. My cat no. I don't know. Akuma's not Daiichi. No, none of those. No, they're they all. This, I, don't know, I don't know. All right, I'd like to place a disclaimer out there. Uh, we're we're naming things that sound Japanese that might not generally <laughs> be Japanese. Yeah. I'm pretty and sure And we're Akuma sorry if we're going bird. to offend anybody. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's why I, I was just not going to go there. I was going to go. I was going to go with the uh, the smart turn on this, which is, hey, you guys, we we're talking about Michigan, and since you guys are going to be in Michigan, you just mentioned That's it. Probably Listen, why you let us into because this with I, Sucker no, Fest, okay? Because whenever I type in Japanese fly fishing brands, it all comes up Tenkara. <laughs> That's why we don't know anything Ooh. about it. Yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah. I, well, I guess they have a lot of friends. Well, they go um, to the Sucker Fest every year. So. It is literally oh, all just Tenkara, 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 Tenkara. So, yeah. It gets yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so, let's go with that. Let's go with back to the uh, Chris, Mark. You guys are leaving this week. We're leaving Wednesday. Wednesday. I'm, I'm going to leave work as early as I can, which I have no idea when that'll be, because sometimes every day is a shit show, and sometimes it's not. I might be able to leave at noon. I might be able to leave at three. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I'm going to pick up Mark. Do you, just want me, do you just want me to meet you at your house? No, you're, you mean you're technically on the way. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Retaking 80. Yeah, I'd take 80 and just shoot up and get you, and then drop down. Okay. Yeah. So that or 79 to 90. I mean, yeah, 80 is better. Yeah, we're going over to uh, Ypsilanti and we're going to fi- you fishing with Dan Bennett, uh, who is a guide for Schultz Outfitters. Did you fish with him on your last time? Yes, I did. Okay, cool. I know yep. you've been there once, but I remember if it was him or not. So that's it, cool. You guys have fished together before. It was him. He's a awesome guide. And like I, I think I've mentioned this a couple months ago, he he reached out to me this year and he said, hey. Uh, you know, I haven't seen you in a while. Love to get you on the boat this year. What do you think? And my business brain went fucking brilliant. Badass. I'm in. And so I picked picked the I wanted to go early May because mid May to middle June is danger zone for baby Sims coming. So I wanted to make sure it was <laughs> soon enough that it wouldn't get canceled because my wife went into labor. Sure. Uh and I know be, beginning of May is pretty awesome fishing over there. So we're going, we're driving over Wednesday, we're going to fish Thursday, and then we're going to drive back Thursday night. And I'm I'm pretty stoked for it. I am I, too. I really am. I mean, I haven't caught a smallmouth this year, really. Largemouth and everything else, but no no smallmouth yet this year for me. I've only got a couple on the lake. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing in the river yet. And they're, they're banging 20s every day over there. Mm-hmm. And I'd be very interested in, in one of those. I went on a small mouth float, so I did catch a few small. small nice. Mouth. One 16 incher. His biggest one I think I got all year. Hey, you got the monkey off your back. And yeah, Mark gets much. to be in a rowboat 
and not row. Um, <laughs> I'm more looking forward to just chilling for the day in the boat and not having the responsibility of rowing or running the trolling motor. And do you know what kind of rowboat it is? Yeah, he. That's where I fell in is love. Clacka. Yeah, that's yeah. where I fell in love with that Clacka Headhunter yeah. too. Oh yeah, very nice boat. I mean, we went through two inches of water and we just made one little. Mm-hmm. Sh- and if I'm in the boat, and we're in two inches of water, it's a, it's a it's a fishy boat and it's stable. Yeah, tons of storage. I I really liked it. I fell in love with it. Um, I, I'm not sure which one uh, Evans has, but he has a Clacka as well. Uh, he has a stealth. He has a stealth craft. Oh, stealth craft. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sorry. That's all right. Somebody else had a clack. I'm s- I was in. I can't remember who it was then. Dawn. Dawn. Uncle Dawn has that, one. Yeah, that was probably who it was with. Yeah, I I Dawn's I like is really nice. I yeah. love Dawn's, but I've been in a couple times now, and that's a phenomenal boat. The other reason uh, I want Mark there is I want him to see that boat, <laughs> so that uh, <clears throat> he can help guide me towards buying one. Because I'm I'm always on the fence. Because <clears throat> it's I mean even a used clack is twelve grand, right? And that's real money. Uh, if I yeah, that's a lot of money. If I were just to show up at my house with a twelve thousand dollar boat and I'd, a trailer and a trailer that has to go with the boat, mm-hmm. I'd be stabbed. Oh, especially since uh, you know it has some oars with it. Yeah. Well, use boat. That's the funny part about telling people you paid that much money, and they go, "Where's the motor?" Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah. We're rowing yeah, this yeah, sucker yeah. right here. <laughs> yeah. That's what everybody said to me when Where's I bought a raft. They were like, "Where? What are you gonna do? With the, I'm I'm rowing it. Well, when are you gonna fish? When we're I'm, gonna take turns. <laughs> when I'm not rowing yeah. it. <laughs> that's the bad part about owning a raft. You don't get the fish. But yeah, I'd you like row your raft. That's why I'm milking that too, man. As yeah, as you. I yeah, I know. Oh, Mark and <laughs> I found coming. your Mark and I found your boat today. Or was that yesterday? No, I sent him. Yeah, that. he sent it to me. Yeah, you got to do it. Salesman slaps tube. You could have this puppy today <laughs> for fifteen nine ninety five plus tax, title, and fees. <laughs> I told him I was like, if I got to afford that, I'd have bought it before I sent it to you. And shipping from Italy. Yeah, I know that alone. You're, and then you're not going to get it for. But you is know, it like seven the one months. with the pontoons? No, it's the Neptune boat. Yeah, Neptune. Yeah, mm. it's a two man. It's almost like a towie, but it's inflatable. It's like it's, a you it's don't like a really blended hybrid. Room. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't got much room to move around in. It's like a station, but it's absolutely ridiculous. Capabilities are pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, and it looks anywhere. super stable. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah, I even have like a standing platform up on the top that goes mm-hmm. over top of like the Smithfly. Yeah, you know, that sure. flat platform that went over. Yep. Same deal with it. And it'll hold a ten horse. On the back. Is it a 10? Holy I didn't yeah. shit, dude. I see yep. one with a power anchor on the front of it. Dude, yeah. the cool part would be put on like an electric one for all like the electric lakes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. You can just throw like one of them 9.9 electric motors on there with a, if you ran a, what, a 24 volt would run the trolling motor and that. Yeah, because, I mean, you're not moving a lot. A 20, You can buy a 24 volt lithium battery for 800 bucks uh, and that'll run you all day in mm-hmm. that thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I'm really, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I am uh, too, very much so. so. Just to, you know, have you guys, have you been up there and have you fished that area before? I have. So the uh, part about me going, have you fished with him before? And he goes, Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, righto. I fished with him there <laughs> in Michigan on the waters that he guides. Okay. He also guides in Florida, so I can understand why you might be confused because I know you did some research prior to asking the question sure. on who he was. So I, I get it. <laughs> well played. Oh, time, time. Sure, I like that. No, uh, but we didn't fish where I want to fish on Thursday. They the day we went, it had some rain before, so we went to a different river. Did you go to the other one we're talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. We went to the yeah the, the further one away. 
Uh, and it was still And we're awesome. looking good for uh, Thursday to be there, right? Oh, man, we're looking real good. They're getting rain today and tomorrow, and oh, then nothing yes. Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh, so it yeah. won't be too high. There will be a tinge of – and we're supposed good. to be like 75, 80 degrees on yeah, Thursday. Yeah, real nice. Yeah, it's smallmouth weather. So You guys are going to have a great trip, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be a good one. I got us a hotel room with one king bed, so it's going to be a great night for me. Strap up with the GoPros, boys. (laughs) I'll be warm. (laughs) Hold your Tinkara rod. (laughs) No, I got got two rooms, actually. Uh, One further away and one closer, and it's got a 24-hour cancellation period on both of them. So I learned my lesson last time. Because it's like an hour and 15 minutes between the two rivers. So if if Dan says we're fishing this one, I cancel one reservation. If Dan says we're fishing the other one, I cancel the other reservation. That way I know we're within 30 minutes. And last year we started at like 8.30 in the morning. So it wasn't oh, like we had to get up at the buck crack of dawn. Yeah, and smallmouth fishing typically a first light is never. No, no. Never great. Nope. You get some, and don't get me wrong, you always do. I know, like, first part of the floats, we've picked up good fish. I mean, I'm not going to say by depends any stretch. on time of the year, though. It depends heavily on time of the year. And this <coughs> time of the year, when you have water temps that are in the 50s, and you're warming to the 70s, and it's 40 overnight, whenever that air temp gets to 48 to 55 is your prime, and that's not at 7 a.m. And you're most likely to pay the river tax first thing in the morning. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I don't mind either if I know I'm going to pay it, and I can put some... I planned on bringing ten pound that. wire on. Yeah, I planned yeah. on bringing the two piece, nice. just in case that eight. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, but we have to get lunch. Uh, so we'll get lunch before in the morning. And he doesn't cook shore lunch. He does not. None of those guys do. I mean, most guides that I have hired. Do you bring your own lunch with you for them? Yeah. Me neither. No shit. No shit. No shit. I mean, to tell you, you're the only guide that I know that cooks lunch. And I think that's awesome. But, you know, when we went, when I when I did a week in the green. We get sandwiches, dude. I've had two guided trips. I went did one on the Delaware and one out west at Kelly's. And you get, you get I mean, they, they had fruit and everything else to go with the sandwiches. Right, and they were cool. good sandwiches, but, you know, homemade sandwiches. But it's still, it's just, you know, lunch meat sandwich, bang that bitch down and keep fishing. Man, I'm already thinking about what I'm cooking for the next couple guide trips I got coming up. Yeah. I'm doing pulled chicken on one of them. Ooh, that'll be good. Yeah, I want to do that because I got this recipe to do it and like, crock uh, for a few hours. But Marinate. again, mm-hmm. oh, have you been... I was I mean, just the, about the, to ask the, you that. I think the musky fishing I experience is a little bit different than... I do it with anything, though. Smallmouth, okay, anything. Well, it doesn't hell. matter what it is. I mean, I'm still going to cook for you. I'm going to make sure you're full when you eat. But sure. I don't mind a good sandwich. I mean, I have adapted, though, because I did used to like to do like now like i'm going to do more pre-cooking so it's more heating like with the sausages i think right. i'm going to do them more with peppers and onions and a red sauce yeah i'll do that the day before or you know what as long as it's accommodating yeah or, or like, like i said parboil them because that that that's what i do is when i when i go out fishing and i want sausages i'll parboil them the day before and it because it never gets to boil it doesn't leak the grease out and they're they're still really good <clears throat> if you don't do them in a red sauce and peppers and onions. Yeah. So when you're out with when you're out with them, does it <clears throat> just um, did, just to go back to your trip for a little bit, and we'll probably hit on it for tribe. Screw that. You know what I'm going to do? Sorry to cut you back go on ahead. that. Go ahead. I'm going to stop at the meat place beforehand, and we'll get I'll get some meat and cheese and stuff to bring up. There you go. Nice. So we'll have the hickory smoke cheddar and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He can partake. Yeah. Here, buddy. This is he'll, he'll you eat. enjoy our lunches. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, okay. last time we that's went, a, sorry, that's Jack. A, that's, a, that, that's a wonderful idea. Yeah, I no, like that I, idea I'm sitting here thinking about that. Yeah. I was like, that's you know what? Go. I'm going to need snacks like and said, stuff, too. Yeah, yeah, and he's got a, he'll, he, you, of course, has a cooler in the boat. I think, yeah. I think the middle seat on his boat is a cooler. Yeah, most of them, clackers are. Even if you make yeah. a nice sandwich with lettuce, tomato, onion, oh, not, yeah. cut up with some yeah. good meat that you got from the local butcher where you're at. You guys want to make good sandwiches? I mean, I like that kind of stuff. You want a bunk of deer sticks take with you? Yes. I can, I can yes. make that happen. <laughs> sure. I gotta get I gotta get that shit out of my freezer, man. Yeah, at no I need point room. will I say no to that. Uh, yeah, even when I was out west, like you had to buy. They would provide a lunch, but you had to buy it from the lodge. Like we, the one year we stayed at the Red River Lodge, or the no, not the Red, whatever, Flaming Gorge Lodge, and uh, for five bucks they'd give you a bag of fried chicken to take with you <laughs> each, and that's what your lunch was every day was just a bag of fried chicken if you wanted that, but. Yeah, Mark's the only guy I know that cooks lunch. Can, can we ask, are you comfortable saying what does a day with like a Schultz guide cost? I don't remember. Uh, it's probably online, I'm sure. Have yeah, you got a Schultz? It's not. I think it's, isn't it four? Because I have their card. I, yeah, yeah, it's four fifty, something like that. And so the way you do it is you when you book your trip, you pay the shop a hundred bucks now. And then when you pay when you're done, mm-hmm. you pay and then you tip. Uh, and I think the guide keeps that, so the shop only takes a hundred of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's pretty reasonable. Oh, good for the guide. Let me let me look. I've got his email here. No, you don't have to get dig into it. I was just. To but uh, ask when him. like I yeah, say, it's not like, it's not ridiculous. Is is <clears> when is you're the up there, are you gonna throw whatever the hell he tells you to throw, and are you you know going there just hey this is his gear we're just doing this thing and this is the program and I'm listening to this guy and he knows what the you know is that how it works or is he letting you just kind of free range do what you want? Either one. Now I'm gonna listen to him because that's not my body of water. You know as as much as I know smallmouth and I'm pretty good at smallmouth around here, I don't know smallmouth there like. Is the water temperature good enough to fish top water yet? There, because because their fish are their fish are a more plentiful, b bigger. Oh sure. And in a completely mm-hmm. different body of water. So I'm gonna listen. Mm-hmm. I'm not even taking a fly rod. Because uh, when I took mine last time, he's like, "No, you don't want to use that. Use this. I've got my leader set up and everything already on it." Yeah. Just, that's a, yeah. Yep. So I'm not taking a fly rod. I'm gonna use his stuff. I've learned that over the years of taking guided trips is use the guide stuff because. It's not yours, I get it, but it's set up to make you succeed because that guide wants you to succeed. I, so. I found the same thing when I went out west and it was like, uh, <laughs> you know, you can use those. And I'm like, well, you get so many free flies from the shop and, you know, to start with and da 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 and this is what we're doing. And I'm like, no, let's, yeah, no, I'm running the program. Like, I'm not, nope, I'm using those, you know, that rod. And like, they gave you the freedom. They, add, yeah. they But no, I'm like, no. Yeah, you, you use, might my, as well use my kind of flies. have it all set up for you. My kind of mentality with him, obviously, as a tire, is I'm going to have a box of flies. I'm going to if he has that Luma stick, I'm going to use that stick. Mm-hmm. Just tell me what are they eating? What are you catching them on? Right. Other than top water, because I'm I'm I'm, I'm different. I don't like to catch them on top water. I don't really care. I want to catch them on a streamer. So if they're if that's what they're eating, if they're up or they're down, tell me what they are, and I've got a fly that's going to work for that. Right. But just tell you know you know where they're at. Here's what they're eating. Here's what color they like. Perfect. I'll match that up. You know, I've got a swim fly for that. I've got a down fly for that. I've got a, you know, what have you. So give me an idea as to what they like, and I'll, I'll match it. I was sitting over here quietly waiting for your side of this. You might. I mean, you guys. Uh, or is it, it's a, it's swim. It seems like it'd probably be about swim flies right Quite now. Quite frankly, I'm probably going to throw a I D&D mean, on. 
A D and D is gonna if they're catching yeah. them on like leggy boys and stuff like that. And uh, stuff, yep. A D and D is just gonna smash. Well, fish. I, we crushed them when I was there on uh, circus peanuts. Oh, we destroyed go. them. So on like circus that little peanuts. tiny D that I've been throwing for them stripers. Yeah, yeah. That's the same. You know, yep. it's gonna crush fish. It's yep. two inches long and just sits in, in the paws it like a Rapala, and they're just gonna whack it on the paws. So what he did for my brother and I uh, is I let Brad, my little brother, stay in the front of the boat the whole time. Uh, cause he's my little brother and he doesn't fish much. Uh, he'll fish when it's time to fish and he's, he's a decent stick when he gets to fish, but you know, it was cast 45 off the boat with, yep. with, a with a boogle bug up front and I was in the back just throwing streamers. And so we were, we were varying it. We always had different colors on different water columns, trying to figure out which shelf they were on. Yep. What I and will we probably <clears throat> do too, is if there's stuff in there that we're not using, I want to fish that. Yeah. I want to know how can that, you know, work into our arsenal? How is that, you know, what mm-hmm. does it do? If there's stuff that, you know, I've obviously have nothing, I've never used before, I want to see that. I want to just, I'm looking forward to just seeing how he goes about a day. Yeah. That's really it. How do how's he do it there? Because he's smallmouth and salt water. Will this be That's your first guided experience, Mark? Other than deep sea fishing, yeah, it, mm-hmm. it will be. I've never done anything else. I've always done, even like all the salt water trips. We've had buddies with boats. We've met up with them, like all the redfish stuff. And we've had two, three occasions where people have brought boats and we've used them. So, I've, you know, this is the first one for me other than going out in and the ocean a few that times. That was fly fishing as well? The reds and everything? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, you're going li- to like Dan a lot. Dan's a solid, yeah, I'm solid really, dude. really looking forward to it. The other yeah. thing we're going to do when we're there on Thursday is I'm going to talk him into coming on the show one day. I there th- you go. I think yeah. he would be a good... You know, so wonderful as a, guest. As a smallmouth guide and Absolutely. a Florida guide, I think he'd be on. And he's good talker, good dude. I think I think he'll be a good guest. And yeah. I can't think of a reason he wouldn't do it unless there's some sort of store policy that says you're not going to do this. Mike's no, we had Schultz on. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we yeah. had Mike on. Yeah, yeah. He he used to be an Sao guide. Dan did. We've had a few of those guys on too. Yeah, recently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're yeah. We know all those kind of guys. So it's gonna be fun, uh, regardless whether we catch a fish or not. We're gonna have a great time. I'm no, jealous. I mean, you, we're it's we're gonna, small. You're gonna get we're, something. We're gonna we're gonna catch fish. But it's I yeah. I, I'm the same way. I'm I can care less about going up there for the fish. I really can't. I'm I'm yeah. going up there just to enjoy the day. You know, nice to spend a day and a half with you and just yeah, not have the responsibility and just. Let the monkey off the back of just getting to go fish again. And it's your birthday. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, did, we are relieving oh, on my birthday. Oh, you guys are going to have oh, a yeah. slaughter. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize it when I invited you. Yeah, and then you so. told me just the other day, you're like, oh, yeah, we're leaving on my birthday. And I was like, wow. I, I could really milk this and be like, I am a great friend. You're going to be 37? Yeah, 37. 37. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a great birthday present. Thing. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun. Yeah, definitely looking forward to it. But that'll be it's a good experience to see different water, how yeah. somebody else goes about it, their flies, the way that they fish it, and then it's just like you see them scenarios back home, and you're like, okay, well, this lines up with where I, we're here. Yeah, we, this re- creek, we realistically this float what four, four, five different bodies of water for smallmouth. Mm-hmm. It, there's so many different. You know, it's going to line up with a scenario somewhere. It's going to be really cool to watch them do it, and then bring that back home with things that we learn. So, when Bam was here, picked up yeah. so much stuff from him just seeing because there's just there's only so much we have here that we, you know, anything else we learn from watching videos or reading this or that. So to actually get 
hands on with somebody is going to be cool. If you pick, yeah, I mean, if you pick up one new, that was hundred percent worth it. Yeah, hundred percent worth it. Yeah, Even and, uh, rowing, man, watching a guy like that row, you open pick up a lot. Oh, dude can the row. Times that I've been in the yeah raft with, uh, or, or not in rafts, I've been in uh, both boats I was in was both Adipose. Yeah. They're both very nice boats. I mean, those are just mm-hmm. outstanding boats, and they went in about no water. And both the guides were honestly, they let me row their boats. I, I was, was like, can say, I row this thing? And, and they were like, yeah. I bet like, he'd let you. He's like, oh, can you I row? Will. And I, can you row? And I'm like, well, I have, you know, I have a raft, and you know, yeah. And he was like, oh, well, that's fine. Yeah, sure. There well, is I rode zero around for chance. a little bit. Yeah. If I'm if I'm in a, if I'm in a new boat and he's okay with it and I've never got to row that boat before, oh, I'm definitely if he is okay. I mean, and I'm that's one thing that I will say over the last two three years that I've gotten to where I'm extremely comfortable with. Now is I can row easily and I can row into threes and I'm comfortable with it. I'm I'm okay looking at threes and being like I can I can do this. So I mean that's I know I can take somebody else's boat and have no issue in any you know piece of water we're going to be on fishing not, with it not yeah. nice boat like that correct they row very very nice yep. like any of them a row even row is a very nice brand that they're is just a yeah. great boat yeah they're all, them all of them are and the nice skiffs, boats. Yeah. Are some phenomenal well, boats they all make it every one of them out there they're in business for a long time all of them have been in business yeah. for a long time mm-hmm. for a reason and I, I texted him last year because when i was on his boat we talked about the depreciation schedule on boats and how guides buy boats every couple of years. So every year I've been texting him, hey, uh, how's that depreciation look on your boat right now? <laughs> and he's like, well, I've got it for another couple of years. So when we see him on Thursday, I'm going to be like, hey, how many years you got left on this boat? Because, I mean, I know it's been a guide boat and it's been beaten up, but who cares? There's nothing wrong with that. This well, thing will go another do, 20 the years. The mojo on that boat. The <laughs> mojo on that boat. Uh, and it's fiberglass, right? So you re-glass a little bit of whatever, you're fine. Yeah, I yeah, brand new. Yeah. Beat it up. Nope. Not worried about that at all. That's like an old fly rod. It can be beat yeah. to crap, but you know what? As long as it hasn't been smacked with dumbbell eyes or jammed into a rock, man, them rods will go for years and years and years and years. Yeah. Speaking of uh fiberglass stuff, how about uh Nicky Sags fixing up his boat? I didn't I didn't see that. That's he pretty just, cool. Yeah, yeah. He, he patched it up, man. He he you know got He was in the accident. He was in an accident. Yeah, car accident I knew that. And and the, with the boat. Yeah. I, I watched that. He posted that along his story as he was, you know, doing all his build and everything. That was pretty cool to watch. You know, good job He's on got him. A row. He did a really good job. That's a row. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely done, Nikki. And uh, one of our good buddies. I get to see him a couple times <clears> a year and it's fun to see him. Yeah, I was hoping those guys would come down for the F three T, but uh, I was talking to Evans and Evans is like, Look, I I gotta be a dad that weekend. We got our own thing coming up. Yeah, it's guide season. I was like, Ryan, dude, I get it. Don't uh, don't feel bad at all. No, he's yeah. When you have young kids and I was sad because I wanted to see him. It was sure, it wasn't sure. the twenty five dollars I was upset about. <laughs> I no, no, wanted to hang out with Evans. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, hey, we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a little break. Not to cut everybody off. Um, I'm on a schedule here, fellas. Um, but when we come back, we're going to talk about our SVS family hybrid fishing experience and uh, some grilled food. So we'll be right back with you guys. Hey, uh, we're going to do some grilling food, and then we're going to get to the SVS hybrid fishing experience. So uh, we're going to talk uh, the all-American grilled food tonight. Um, I was literally conceived on this this meal, like a burger, my mom and dad met each other at McDonald's. 
Okay. My dad was a manager at McDonald's. My mom worked at McDonald's. So basically, I was o- over the burger, over the American burger, makes Jay. Um, you, you have no idea the relief I have right now that that's where this story went. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, that's a lot it, of directions. I love, I love story through, um, you know, my, well, my, my personal story is a love story through seafood. So, Aww. you know, there you go. Um, but the American burger, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, I like mine. We're going to go into what the smart guys like to say first, because I just like mine with salt and pepper. Very simple. I, you know, I make my burger out before I don't smash it like Chad does. Uh, just my kind of way. I like it to be charred salt up and with pepper. Some, that's it. Yeah. Just some salt and pepper, man. Got a little bit of salt and pepper. Yeah, so I like to taste. I like to taste the burger, and then after you're done, you know you you're can, eating ground meat, not a steak. Well, it depends on where you get your ground meat, but <coughs> if you no, <laughs> yeah, it's so like buying a steak, Mister O'Toole, you are our guest this evening. Let us hear about your your. Tell me your ideal burger, and then what you make. <laughs> I mean, ideally, I eighty five fifteen is what I buy when I'm buying ground beef. Um, I think it makes the best burger. It's fatty, but not overly fatty. It doesn't shrink as much as 80-20. Um, simple. I like I like a bigger burger. My wife likes thinner, so I have to go back and forth. But salt, pepper, a little bit of Montreal steak seasoning. Um, I was telling Jay earlier I like to take some olive oil and cut up some garlic mix it together and then rub that burger one side put it on flip it over rub the top on there give it a good garlic char to it is pretty good um american cheese pickles ketchup for me that's all i do how uh how thick and how round like if you had your ideal weight is it a quarter pound is it half half pound yeah i like a big burger yeah yeah um you still keeping it pink inside Mm. i mean we're talking good burger from a good place um you know Good burger, my I would order it medium. I don't really like mid rare burger. I'll eat a steak mid rare, but not a burger. Um, yeah, so right, kind that, of fun. that is where I will agree with Jay. Depends on where you get your meat because if you get really good meat, I'll take it medium rare, but it's still ground meat. Regardless, it's still ground meat. If now, if it is not from a good meat market, then yeah, medium. Yeah, agreed. But it's still ground meat, and you still need to season. Yep, because if I mean, first and foremost is safety. Like if if you aren't one hundred percent familiar where that comes from, like if you're buying pre frozen patties and stuff like that, cook them. You got to cook them because there's so much surface area when that's ground for all that bacteria to thrive and grow and attach to. Uh, Especially with burgers, if you didn't grind it yourself or buy it from a reputable place, cook them to at least medium, medium well. I remember back like when I used to go get furniture in Ohio, a Longhorn Steakhouse. We used to stop there every time, and you used to always be able to get a medium rare there. And then Ohio enacted a rule where you couldn't. Yeah, it went to medium, and that place had like some exceptionally good meat. Sure, but yeah, that was kind of the same deal. It's like, yep, nope, no more. So Shane, bun, bun, no bun, toasted, not toasted. What's your what's your bun preference? Um, I like a good sesame seed bun. All right. I like it butter toasted yeah, on a flat yeah. top. Oh, yeah. That's how I like it. I, I would prefer it. I mm-hmm. mean, you want to toss it on the grill and char it up? Okay, as long as you toast it for me some way. Yeah, as long as there's some of that yeah. crisp. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Do you uh, do you ever do no-bun burgers? I have, but uh, 
Not really. I put them inside of like romaine lettuce or, you know, like I can't think of like a bib lettuce. Yeah, like a butter lettuce. Yeah. Yeah. Mark. Mark Burns. Mm. I agree on the 85-20, unless you're doing like a smash burger. That math don't work. 15. Or 85-15, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mark always runs 105%, yeah. 105%. 105%. <laughs> unless you're doing like a smash burger, then that's when I like to get something like a lot better in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I would differ is I do like to put some like onion and garlic powder in there. Uh, and I do like to heavily season it with a lot of like green. So oregano, a little bit of sage. Okay. Um and this is before you make the burger? Before I make the burger, yes. Yeah, so like you're bur- mixing the burger up lot, while you're making your burgers. Yep, and a significant amount of parsley. So like my burgers are like green looking to them. Oh, cool. And then the only thing different is like at the end, I like to cook them like a medium meat. I do like medium rare, but I go medium. But then right at the end, I'll figure out some way to get some grease on the fire so that I'll char them at the end and get like that little crunch on them and that coating. Mm-hmm. Nice. But other than that, nothing out of the ordinary. Bun for you. I just like a good homemade bun. I'm not particular about it being toasted, but if I'm being particular, I would go with blue cheese, caramelized onions, and some grilled green peppers with some baby Swiss. That's if I'm being particular. That sounds really good. Yeah. (laughs) But I do really like blue cheese crumbles on a burger, too. So that can get me. And if I'm going to do blue cheese crumbles, then instead of the seasoning, I will go with blackening. And I'll blacken it. And then do blue cheese crumbles, caramelized onions. But like a um, Kaiser, like a big, nice, thick, homemade Kaiser. I like that. What's your favorite burger that you can buy at, not a restaurant, not like Talbot's or something like that, but from any chain? Five guys. Five guys. Hands down. We were talking about it. Shane and I talked about it today. It's like, I mean, Red Robin's good. There's a lot of good (laughs) ones that's um, out there. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of good ones. But if I had to pick one hands down, it's consistently always really good. Five guys is just phenomenal. Right. You know, I don't mind a burger from Dairy Queen either. Oh, those are great. You yeah. know, man, the flamethrower yeah. from Dairy Queen had, is a hell of a we, goddamn burger. We had yeah, Burger I mean, King not that long ago. Burger. And even Burger King Dude, isn't a, no. it's I a gotta junk, tell you, but it's not that bad. A double Whopper with cheese? Oh, Oh yeah. There's a few. I mean, I'm like in. I said, I'm a sucker for a McDonald's burger just because yep. I And that new one they have is not bad. There's a was couple. That, was that the quarter pounder when they started yeah. like actually like yeah. fresh one? Yeah, fresh burger. Yeah, it's not. It's not bad. And now That's you can what get I them, when I go there. And now you can get them deluxe with lettuce, tomato, onion on a quarter pounder that the French fries. The French fries. Special Tinkara sauce with that. Can you get the Tinkara sauce? If if they made it. Shane, favorite uh, chain burger. Chain burger. Oh man. I mean, five guys. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, one it, better than five guys. Honestly, yeah, that's not. That's yeah, not the wrong answer. Are we like we can't? Like, I don't Burgatory, know. and that Bur- doesn't count, then, right? It's a chain. Burgatory you know, is a chain. I, need, I need to go I would there. Say I've those never been. Kind of, those kind of places. They really no. put a, a, a way better burger out than like a local chain does. Like when we're talking fast food, I mean, we got to get the like the fast food. I mean, few, but. You know, when you get to those like really good, good burger places, man, those pl- oh man, they put out some good burgers as well. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I gotta go try that. Five I, I heard expensive just though the other night about it. Yeah, you know, it's so really good. I took my family there, and it cost us a fifty spot. It was sixty oh, for yeah. me and my family. Yeah, it's not cheap, but it's good. Ooh. Jay, how do you make your burgers? I like I was saying, I, I I really I I'm probably gonna make them about a quarter pound, you know, and I might just do a double. I'm going uh, straight American cheese, though. You know, I, I really am. I, I love that. 
Uh, I'm going lettuce, tomato, onion, pickles, mayo on the top, and mustard on the bottom bun. Um, I, I really, I really like that mix. That mayo mustard mix is is for me. Uh, that's how I like it. Um, I'm on as far as the burger goes. Like you get a good amount of like good, good decent burger. Um, I'm a guy who, like grilled it. You know, you get some of the char boil just from if you can not get flames on a just a normal charcoal grill. Grilling a burger, you tell me how. I don't give a shit if it's ninety ten. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's gonna make that good crush. You let that you let that fire hit it a little. You get that taste. Mm-hmm. Oh, just man, I, there's something about that in the summertime. You know that that's I really love. And uh, I, I'll make homemade fries too that are pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Grill grates, homemade fries with burgers is there's a there's a company out there called yeah. Grill Grates that make an insert for almost every grill out there. And if you use the bottom side, it's like a flat top with some holes in it. So you can create like your flat top style. And when you flip it over, it's got ridges on it, like like a grill. But then there's the grooves and it slowly drips the grease in. So you get a, a little lick of the fire coming up, mm. but you don't get those big yeah. flare ups. That would be nice too. And they're not crazy expensive. I have them for, uh, for my Primo. So here's another question, you know. Um, and this is a question for everybody, like a flat top, you know, do you cook it on a flat top or are you cooking it on a grill? Like, I, I mean, if I, my personal preference, I would take a giant flat top grill, which I, Shane just got a nice Traeger one, uh, or was it, what was it? I think it's just members, Mark, Sam's oh. Club version. It, it, it was, it was, it looked huge and giant and nice, yeah. but even any of those, fl- I would rather cook it on a flat top than I would on any kind of, but I have charcoal, so that's what I use. But I like a flat top grill. And here's what I learned on. So here's my my burger pontificating. I have two burgers. One I'm going to cook on a flat top, and one I'm going to cook on uh, a grill. If I'm cooking on a flat top, I'm making a smash burger. Yeah. And I I grind my own beef, uh, so whenever I trim a brisket. Uh, I keep all the fat, I keep all the trimmings, and then, uh, so I, I trim very, very liberally. So I can make most of my beef out of brisket and a chuck roast. So I grind my own, and it ends up being about 80-20. Uh, and so if I'm making a smash burger, I'm going to mix it beforehand, and I'm going to mix it with garlic powder, onion powder, an egg, uh, Italian seasoning, and some powdered rosemary. Mix it all up. Make my make make them into so balls. You're making a meatball. Yeah, pretty much making a meatball. Uh, but I, I don't go heavy on those seasonings, and black pepper. I don't go heavy on those seasonings, and I mix it really, really well. And since I don't add salt to it, it doesn't turn into sausage. So when you don't add salt to meat and you mix it up. It doesn't become that emulsified sausage patty, like a you know, like a sausage patty. So I add the, I add the salt when I cook it. So on my flat top, I'll put it, I'll get it to temperature, and then I put salt down on the flat top, and my burger on top of it, and then I smash. So I smash it pretty thin, so they're pretty thin burgers, and I get that thing screaming hot. So it's it's all crispy and delicious, and then I'll pick it up with spatula, salt again. Plop it down, 
and then just like you, American cheese, lettuce, tomato, onions, pickles, mayonnaise on top, ketchup on the bottom, or uh, mustard on the bottom. I toast my buns, and I don't care what kind of bread it is. I don't want it to be super thick because I don't want to eat a bread burger, right? Like I want, I want a thin bun that the only thing it is doing is protecting my hands from the toppings. You know what's weird? <laughs> I love eggs. I eat eggs all the time. I cannot do them in like that or as breading. Like oh, yeah. I won't eat breading if I know it's got egg in it. Really? Mm-mm. Here's my here's my trick to my bun. I don't use butter. I use mayonnaise. Either yeah, that works. Mayonnaise well, yeah. then grill it. Mayonnaise on the top and uh-huh. the bottom because and then then you do you do your you, grilled cheese you, the same way then I do, do my grill I do my, my grilled cheese the same way my grilled yeah. cheese you grill the same it way. I grill it nice. I either grill it or well depending on the burger the I'm flat making, top flat top and it works just like butter yeah. right I mean it's just yeah it's just a different kind of fat it's yeah. the it's the same thing and I and mayonnaise is easier to spread than fucking cold bro- cold butter that's a good idea I like that yeah, yeah. so that's I what do I do the same thing mayonnaise. with my grilled cheese yeah, man so the grilled cheese I do yeah mayo instead of butter. Yep. yep, and then so I'll Martha Stewart taught me that. So I'll either do my smash burgers on that, or I'll make them into a patty melt, which is just diced onions, oh yeah, American cheese, uh, and mustard and rye and, bread. Yeah, e- effectively a rye bread grilled cheese with burgers mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. And then my wife and I that like sounds really good too. A little thousand man. Thank God, I'm dying here. <laughs> the other thing we like to do is my wife and I like to make. Like you said earlier, almost like a meatloaf of burgers, but a burger. So we'll make a one-pound patty for each of us, and I I do the same thing. I add the same seasonings, and I make it thick, and I, I smoke it for like a half an hour so that it... it reverse war- sear? Yes, I reverse sear. Warm it up the whole way through, get the fire rolling, pull it off, rest it, put it down and get a good sear on the outside. And then we generally eat those without buns. But we'll have lettuce, tomato, and onion and pickles. And we'll just cut it up with a fork and knife. And it is it is amazing. And since I know my beef, right? Like I ground it. I prepared it. We cooked that rare to medium rare. And it's it's awesome. Awesome. Sounds but, horrible. Right. So if you're going to, the, no, I'm just kidding. If you're okay. going to mix burgers, like if you're going to add stuff to your burgers, don't add the salt beforehand because that salt is what is going to create that sausage-like texture. You're not going to get that bite away where where chunks of meat are coming with it, and it's instead of it's just like a chunk of sausage. Do, do you know what I'm talking it's, about? That yeah, that texture. Yeah. yeah. You don't want your you don't want your beef to be sticky. When you make your patties, always add your salt on the end of your hamburgers. Well, Otherwise, you want the burger to be, you know, just have that kind of wormy, you know, exactly. texture. Yep. You know, less of a just like a, a sausage has more of a creamy, flat texture. When the, yep. and and you know, burger should have a wormy type of texture when you smush it down. Yep. The edges should break away from each other when exactly. you're smashing your burger down. If you're doing a smash burger. Correct, because when you add salt, it it releases. I'm gonna nerd out on you again. Yeah, keep nerding. It, it releases the myoglobin in the meat, which is a lot. What what allows meat chains to stick together in a in an emulsified form. So that's why hot dogs are always so salty, 
is there's so much salt in there. Once you grind it and you make that smear of hot dogs, that salt is what allows it to come together and emulsifies all those materials together. Because if you've ever tried making hot dogs on your own, nine times out of 10, unless you do it right, they're going to separate. And you're going to have like oil on one top, on, on half the hot dog, and then you're going to have your meat on the bottom. So don't add the salt to the end. Any but, other, f- like uh, Shane, we going to have you in here for just another minute. I'm going to put you on the spot. What are we cooking this weekend, bro? What are we having? We can have some burgers. We can have some some hot dogs. I'm not cooking for you, um, but I'm gonna. I can't wait to eat the food at the event because the food at your events are always good. I, I have no answers yet. I haven't. I was I hanging, haven't decided. I was hanging out with the local butchers the other day. I said, "Hey, my cousin will be in. He's gonna be grabbing some good stuff. So I'm sure." Yeah. Whether it be ribs or I know you always like to do your ribs or you always like to do some uh, some brisket. I don't know if you're going to put all that time and effort in because it's your own birthday and you want to enjoy your day. I would yeah. I would stick with a bunch of burger and, and some ribs. Uh, and you said you uh, want to talk a little bit about some rib styles you used to do when you didn't have a smoker a little earlier. Sure. Um, I used to take ribs. I'd put them in a pan little bit of beer, season them up. I usually do, a, uh, it's it's quite a lot of ingredients that I mix together usually for um, any type of Southwest food, but uh, wrap them, put them in the oven for six to eight well, hours. What are the a, ingredients we have all night here? All night, garlic, onion, oregano, um, ch- chili, cumin, ground coriander. Che- Chili as in C-H-L-I or L-L-I? C-H-L-I-L-I. Like chili powder. Gotcha. For, for making chili, but not like like ancho chili. Yeah, or, no, no, or no. Or chilies. Yeah, just, just chili powder, basic. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. There's, I, I usually just grab random things and kind of do what's on the top of my head at the time. But, you know, slow cook them in the oven, and then I would get the char. I would use my charcoal grill. And How long in the oven? Six to eight hours. You want them pretty much close to falling apart. And then, you know, you can let them chill or you can take them right to the flame and get the charcoal hot and put them on there and then take, you know, a little bit of barbecue sauce. And, yeah. We're Italian. Talk with, or we're we're Irish. Talk with your hands. I'm sorry. You're good. No, you're good. I'm just teasing. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I got into making ribs, too, is put them in a pan. Cover them with foil, have have a basting liquid in there. Basically, baste your ribs, right? Yeah. And then take them off and put them on the grill. Slather them in sauce. Get them to firm up on the grill. Let that, that sauce caramelize. Oh, man. It's yep. good. That's what I did before I had a smoker, too. Yeah. Same thing. I like it. It's all good stuff. I can't wait to eat this weekend. Can't wait to play some uh, cornhole. Uh, man, going to be a good weekend. Shane's having his 40th birthday party. It's just, it's going to be his 40th birthday on what, Tuesday, you said? Yep. Oh, Tuesday. Mark's on a Wednesday? Oh, you old sons of guns. Wait, wait, what? Wait, how? Uh, well, four, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll, be four, I'll be 40 this, y- this year as well, a little bit later. So Good. Good. Yeah, I'm old too. I'm old too. Don't worry. But Shane, yeah, I, I, I know when he, he was, he's always, uh, we've been hanging out since we were little kids. Obviously, we're 
cousins and uh he always turned it just before I did. So I was <laughs> this one we I was I was a little, I don't think any of us are looking forward to this one. I, I'm not looking forward to it. It's a weird one. Dude, I turned forty during COVID. March thirty first, twenty twenty. Everything had been fucking locked down. <laughs> Everything. But you were, at least you were allowed to sit at your house and get drunk as shit. I had so on my fortieth <coughs> birthday, my wife had all this stuff planned for like a year and she had to cancel it all. Uh which is good because I don't I don't want to fuss so i had because at that point in the pandemic we all thought we were going to die <laughs> well, well nobody knew any better right you're like, right yeah at one like, point we were i, I would yeah. let the damn motherfucker in my house yeah end of march 2020 we were it was going to be the zombie apocalypse everybody was going to fucking die i had bought all the ammo i could before they had to shut down the gun stores so there were four of us in my driveway each on the beds of our tailgates Drinking a beer. Just held it up. Like, oh, happy birthday. I was like, awesome. This is actually a pretty good birthday. I don't have to deal with any crap. There's no surprises. There's nothing. But, uh, yeah. So I turned I turned 40 during COVID. Did you shoot any zombies that night? I wish I could have. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have. <laughs> but I got to tell you, my alcohol consumption <laughs> during the lockdowns was not healthy no or my neither because we had a newborn silas was born in february of 2020 xavier was three uh and i i had to work from home for a month until my office just finally went no enough of this because clients need money a, a lot had to happen so we said forget it and we went back to the office but i was i was home for a month and with those two boys home not understand and my the youngest wasn't much of a hassle he's just screaming and crying and they and the oldest was like hey papa's home and he's so he's in the, in our air quote office where i had my laptop set up and i'm i'm remoting in it was it was bad it was real bad so uh, i was real happy to get back to work i've been working from home ever since I haven't right been on. back to an office <laughs> me too <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't do it i couldn't do it uh, I was happy with my six weeks off. I bet I you were. I fished my ass off. We, we monologued it on the podcast. Or yeah. You can go back and talk, you know, listen to when Jay was yeah, we all did without work. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was brook trout fishing like a mofo. I was getting dropped off on the side of highways out, well, by, your, out by your house. I was still got stuck working that. No, yeah, you work. were weird. It was weird work for you, yeah. Yeah, can you imagine being in a dealership or in a service department and you're not allowed to really have people in? But you have all your technicians there going, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> but you're not allowed to tell people really aren't supposed to be coming in. It was weird. But you have people yeah. waiting for work. It was weird. Now what are you supposed to do? I'm glad we're back to this. You know what You know what didn't stop? A million dollar concerts. Uh, the market. Or my clients needing money and distributions and making decisions. Because uh, had the market stopped, we would have saved ourselves about a 30% <laughs> drop in the S&P 500. Sure, sure. Six okay. weeks. We can't go more COVID yeah, talk. Uh, we're going to no leave more. that. But Shane, uh, this weekend, I can't wait. We should all be there playing uh, cornhole together. Um should be having good times, uh, hanging out, getting drunk. I can't wait. And to hopefully play better pool than I did this past Friday. Yeah, I went six games in a row. 
I know. I couldn't I couldn't beat you. Does that mean we, you went 0 and 6, Jay? I went 0 and 3. Uh but the week before I played really well and I I probably won 8 games beating him and my dad back and forth. My dad's pretty good too, so it, it's come and go for me, you know what I mean? The, the pool game and but he's a nice pool table. We'll be over there watching and watching games, playing pool playing cornhole hopefully the weather's wonderful i can't yeah. wait to eat the burgers and uh have a good time yeah i'd love to be there but having been in michigan for 36 hours earlier that week yeah sure to to then leave a currently uh rage induced wife as it is at eight and a half months pregnant it would be unwise mark should come because he's my <laughs> uh my great cornhole partner i'll be sleeping in friday to Recoup from Thursday, <laughs> tying flies, and probably fishing all day through Saturday. Hell yeah. I'll be fishing in the morning and then going and playing cornhole. I'll be doing whatever I'm told. Sure. Probably laying riprap along the creek. One nice part about having a 15-year-old. Yeah? Yeah. If we add mine up currently, we're at nine. <laughs> well, here. Well, while we're on the air with Shane here for about... Even five more minutes. After Shane's done, we're gonna have to take a break though, because I'm gonna have to let him out. I'm parked in. I parked him in. Okay. Yeah, we'll take a little break and we'll come back with our SBS uh, family fishing experience. But uh, you got out fishing this weekend. I did. And this, you know, and 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 something that we all love to do. You know, we all have a, a spot in our heart, and they're going out for you know all the way to Michigan for the same fish uh, to go smallmouth fishing. And you went out with your uh, brother-in-law and your father-in-law. And which is your father-in-law's? He's something special. He is a cool guy and just a true kind of. He is a true redneck like me, and I love him to death. And every time we're around each other, we just we click. We, you know what I mean? He's he's my kind of guy. And uh, so you got to go spend some time next to the river with those guys. Tell me about it. Yeah, we went down to the Monongahela, um, south of Pittsburgh, and. Took his side-by-side over to the river, just right across the road from where uh, my brother-in-law lives. And had a bucket of minnows and a few poles rigged up with bobbers and started throwing in my... The water was real high and there was a lot of wood. Um, My brother-in-law was walking out on a pipe, fishing, casting off of it. He walked way out there and uh, he was throwing, throwing. And I kept trying to get this little area. It was like a nice round area with a tree by lots of shade and I told him to throw his pole over there because I couldn't get my pole over on the right angle and he turned around threw it in within 30 seconds his bobber was under the water and he handed me the pole said you told me where the fish is it's yours let me reel it in it was a nice fish awesome it's a good time drank a lot of beer <laughs> drank a lot of beer a lot of beer <laughs> hey nothing better than sitting next to the river with a lot of beer and even that like you were talking to me about it and you weren't able to walk out where he was at, so you couldn't get the same angle that he had. And he, you were even talking about the angles with me. Like, you know, and that's something about fishing. And h- even Shane, you know, just from early fishing when we were kids and going out and out and out, Dad, like, that's something Dad always in, in, in told every kid was how to read water, to know where the fish was going to be at, to have the angle, angle, you have to, you know, you stand here, you have the right angle. You this stand here, you have, you know, you, you can do this. You you know, you you position your body this way. This all wor- it works this way. And it's it's something to it, you know what I mean? And 
for you to show even your brother-in-law who, who fishes a decent little bit, yeah. you know, tell him like, hey, you got to stand, put it right over there, <laughs> you know. That was cool, man. I, I I like to see that fish. That was that was a cool picture when I got it. It's awesome. So, well, we're gonna uh, we're gonna come back to you with uh, our SVS fly fishing experience for hybrids. We took everybody out, even pops. Yeah, it was a good time. Jesus, I can't shut you these know, guys up. Whine. All you do is cry. <laughs> well, and if you you guys sit here and fucking talk and talk you and talk and talk. talk can't we just talk and talk and talk this on the conversation, air? This conversation, I don't want to talk about this. Darn, me, we could have talked me. about all that stuff on the air. Well, welcome really. back, fellas. Do you know but I anyway. turned it back on? We're back live? Yeah, yeah, okay, I do. just making sure. So, we're going to talk about our SVS hybrid fishing experience. Did you whine as much on Jim's boat as you did in the no, last 10 minutes? No, I did not, but I called the fish seven different kinds of fish. I you named every species that was in the lake. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I named every bass species. Every predatory species no. that we could have named other than a Esox, you named off. I named all the bass. All the bass. Every bass that was in there, it was named minus a rock bass. Like, how so. many bass are in there? How many names are there? Like, Chuck, Larry, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, there might be a Carl. There was there was Josephus, Jebediah. Her There's Carl. definitely a Carl. <laughs> Carl's my favorite. Yeah, that was... Dude, it was awesome. You guys got Dude. out before us. You met Mark with your G13. G3. Threes. Yeah, it might as well be a fucking plane. Yeah, it's a, it's a G320CCJ DLX. Go ahead and remember that. Yeah. <laughs> a, wh- a what? It sounds like a piece of shit to me. It's a Yamaha boat. Uh, Yamaha. No, that's awesome. Yeah, Yamaha makes the motors and they make a boat, and the G3 is the Yamaha boat. You and two looked very, very comfortable. Uh, we were. Uh, I love that trolling motor pedal, dude. I love that. I love everything about that boat. There is nothing. The only thing, if they made it, so that trolling motor is a sixty-inch shaft. If they made a forty-five, oh, I'd go oh yeah, I bet you like a sixty-inch shaft. Yeah, I like to. No, I'm not going to do that. God no damn it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. If you're going to jump on Keep the opportunity, classy, wait man. for a good yeah. one. You yell at me. We're like, ah, oh, I, can't, I can't get away from Chad. You make the Chad jokes. And then Chad's here, and you're yelling at Chad, and there you are talking about a five-foot dick. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, your hypocrisy knows no bounds. I, I'd prefer a 45. I prefer a 45. It does not. The big it does not, hurt. sir, okay? It does not. But <laughs> Give me some more bourbon, and we'll see how many more dick jokes I have. I'm sorry. So, so I met Mark there at... What time was I there? 2.30? Yeah. yeah. And uh, we got everything ready. We got out on the water. Uh, and I got to tell you guys, it was a shit fucking day for weather. Wind and rain and spitting rain. Perfect for fishing. But perfect Mark, for what we Mark loves that. Oh, I was oh. in my glory. I mean, that oh. is just, you can give me sideways rain oh. with 55 and 20 mile an hour winds. And I will sit there with a smile on my face for 15 hours. Yeah. I so, love it. You so, know what, though? We had the lake to ourselves pretty much. Exactly. We really did. Precisely. So that the di- is what is the beautiful saying. thing. The day started <laughs> off perfectly. Uh, Mark uh, graciously drove my truck so I could back the boat off. Mark backs. Mark, Mark pulls out. I go to start the motor. Crickets. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> That's interesting. Ah? And I was like, ah, that's interesting. I was we'll like, get back to that. Oh, no. So 
I drop the trolling motor, spot lock it. I run back there. I keep one of those uh, NOCO battery jumper packs on it. So I, I went to the back, lifted up the hatch, hooked it up to the battery, tried to crank it. Nothing. Nothing, 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 nothing. And I'm like, <laughs> nothing, oh, nothing, shit. nothing, nothing. <laughs> well, and I hadn't, I hadn't run the motor. I've only fished electric lakes since I replaced all my batteries. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I forgot to hook up the ignition or the master switch or something. So I'm messing around and I wheel, I trolling mode Reverend Mark and he's like, that doesn't sound like a four stroke. And I'm like, yeah, that's because it's not. <laughs> I'm like, the battery won't start. And he goes, this is a really good start. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, uh, I told him, I was like, yeah, I think I forgot to hook up the ignition. And he goes, you know, I've read that that will uh, stop you every single time. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, Mark Burns. Appreciate your insight. Like a day after I just picked up my mower from having a new ignition switch put in it. Hey, so thank you, Captain Obvious. So we're Ooh. wheeling out, and I have I have the battery pack hooked up in the back. And uh, I didn't tell Mark this at the time because it was pretty embarrassing for me. Uh, I realized that I was not in neutral. And... <laughs> <laughs> my motor won't start not in neutral like pretty much every my, other my motor, motor ever so that's why so. you went oh okay good shape once it's <laughs> that makes total sense so i kick it up to neutral to kick, 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 roll. i was like all right here we go we're in good shape glad i hooked that yeah. battery up you're like oh i think i must have forgot to put this together mama. yeah and i just shut the fuck up at that point so this mark's learning this now uh, <laughs> pulled the battery pack off. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Oh, that makes complete sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, here's some, some whiskey truths for the evening. I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, we're all idiots. Oh, that's so great. Just big dumb animals trying to run machines. So that's it. So we motor on down there, and uh, we just we just start hitting it, hitting it hard, and we go. Mark fish right off the everything. Ma- yeah, Mark, Mark and Mark we had every yeah. As soon as we said, I said turn everything on. He started messing with it. I said something's not right, and he's like, "What do you mean?" I said, "There's something not right with your electronics." And he started messing. I said, "No, turn it off." And he said, "He goes here. Let me change this." And he does, and all of a sudden, I was like, "Boom." Yeah. From 15 to 30 foot, it was straight bait and fish. I was like, yeah, that's what it's supposed to look like yeah. right there. I took everything else off. So a side scan, down scan, all of that, I turned it off. And I said, you know what? Let's just use the sonar because that's what's going to help us the most. Side scan doesn't matter. We're not trying to figure out the structure down there. Down scan doesn't matter. Uh, so I turned it on high chirp, sonar, and boom, fish. Thousands. Thousands and thousands of fish right dude yep. i marked at, so many bait fish it was at like ridiculous. 30 feet <laughs> yeah they were deep 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 so mark and i did a, all the way up there a couple loops just trying to figure it out and i mean we went an hour with nothing absolutely nothing and we had, no not even a bat like not even a non-hybrid bass yeah, nothing. No smallmouth. No green bass. No, nothing. Uh, and there are a lot of green bass there. Stupid big mouth ones. 
Yeah. And <laughs> so finally we come back to the one corner that we could work because of the wind. That wind was ripping. Oh, it was like a steady 15 to 20 gusting up higher. And yeah. And your spot lock was. My spot lock was. It was nice. It was unhappy. Until it wasn't nice. Yeah. Until it got too far off and then it goes to overcorrect. I need to. So I. Two days ago, I went online and I looked at the settings. So you can adjust your settings on your spot lock based on the weight of your boat. So my spot lock thinks my boat is heavier than it is. Wow. Oh. Your boat weighs a freaking a ton and a half. Well, when you put a 112 on a, on a boat, they think it weighs three tons. So I need to dial. So you can dial it back, that like negative one, the, negative two. I googled it and yeah. I went down that rabbit hole. And so in the settings, you can you can adjust down your boat. So next time we go out, I'm gonna adjust it down to negative one. It's a lighter boat because oh. because <laughs> when that thing would go whoa, I would drop like a spider, no like, shit. and I would just be like knees like unlocked because this thing's gonna go bananas right now. It almost dumped me. Oh, it got <laughs> me about once. And I was like, "That's enough," and I boom, and I kicked oh, the metal and shut it off. Yeah. Like enough of that shit. Mark said to me, "He's like, you almost went," and I was like, "Oh yeah, buddy, I did." I was looking around for something to grab. It and would, there was nothing. It was <laughs> you had way too much horsepower and all. All the room to gallop. That's it. It thinks it's a three-ton so boat. So what yeah. is the trolling motor then? It's uh, an Altera 112 with a 60-inch shaft, 36 volt. I'm glad I just heard your story on that. I'm going to stick with an 80. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it, I, it thinks, it thinks my boat weighs 80. three tons, so I'm going to dial it back. Yeah. Trova, 80, 24, 45, 45. is yep. the money maker yep. on yours and mine. That yep. is the exact trolling So what's a Tarova? Yeah. The only difference, and then there's more differences. The main difference is his is push button to unlock and unlock the trolling motor to deploy it. And we've learned that we don't want that. You want to be able to lift that manually. Or not if you're going to poop your pants, if you're Chris. <laughs> so, si so, but, when you, but when you're going in to get snags out and you need to lift your trolling motor up and you have to press a button, sometimes you don't have enough time, especially if the wind's coming in hard. So sure. being able to have manual deploy, the Tarova's a manual deploy, where the Altera is all automatic and you all use it off of the button. And I bought that because I and primarily... These are, these are all... For the river, it's great. Yeah, because I primarily is fish this Minkota? alone. Minkota? Yeah, Minkota. Minkota. Yes. All Minkotas, right? Yes. Okay. Minkota. Okay. I primarily fish from the back of the boat, uh, and I usually fish alone because I get like a three-hour window when the kids go to take a nap, and I'm like, I'm going fishing, and I, and I run out. So it's perfect for me fishing from the back of the boat. And now he knows I need to fish from the front of the boat with a foot pedal. Yeah, and now I, now I know I can do it. So So that foot pedal allows you to change modes mm -hmm. to use the left and the right just little those little bumps instead so, of having to use that swiveling yeah, foot it, pedal. This has a big foot in the middle, but on the bottom facing you, there is three buttons. There's a, a, a go, and then there's a left and a right. So you can just use the tip of your foot and just, just sit with your yeah. foot on the actual deck. And like I, I like anytime we're together and it's get, it gets windy because it was bad foot, I'm like, you want me to run the pedal? He's like, sure. I, I love running his trolling motor. It's yeah. so easy. Yeah, to I use. noticed you the other day. I seen you out there running the pedal yourself because you were up in the front for a while. And yep. now that I know that I, because for those of you who don't know, I don't have feeling in my left foot. I had a tumor in my spine, blah, 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 blah. 
uh, I don't have feeling in my left foot. So I can't be off of it for too long. So on that standing swivel pedal, I would fall and die and drown in the river. Mm-hmm. So I've always used the, the handheld remote. But now that I know that I can just tap left, right, and go, and then tap off of go, and, and still use the remote, like if I want to use that autopilot or the True North or whatever, uh, I'm going to take my kids out to an electric lake, and I'm just going to play with it for two hours and get the hang of it. See, like while I'm in casting and while and I'm doing play with all it too. of Yeah. When let I'm, them just troll and fish and throw their bobbers out and hook each other and I don't care. They're kids. Sure, that's Small what you're hooks. supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not going to yell at them because I got yelled at my entire childhood on how I was fishing. So my kids can just do whatever you want. No, that's not the right way to do it. I was yelled at too and you're supposed to be yelled at. Well, I'll throw stuff at them. But that I won't yell way, at That them. was the way it's done. Man. <laughs> you I know what? Like I don't yell. But back to the trolling motor, like when you're fishing, having that pedal is phenomenal. That is number one. You need to have that pedal. But like while that line's doing whatever or you're waiting, having that like both of them and having the remote, using both of them in sequence with each other, it's it's clutch. Yeah, and being able to know how to use that thing, you can fish in steady twenties. It's not undoable by any yeah. stretch of the imagination, but you know you need to be able to use both of them. Yeah. Because like once that's out there and you're like away from it, instead of like jumping and reaching, reach up with your hand, grab the pedal, and start mo- moving it with your remote. Yeah, and you kept us in the zone uh, very well, so we were able to fish a couple of those less fishy, less, uh, more fishy spots in that horrible wind. Because you're familiar with that trolling motor. Well, I took some casting, though. That was a pain. Like, That's I, was I was leaning just, out over the... I was just going to say that. Yeah. I was leaning over the front of the trolling motor. I mean, as hard as you can haul to get that fly. I mean, you're firing it straight back up into a 20-mile-an-hour wind. Because we're pointing due north, and you're just keeping that uh, right into it, right into it, right into it. So in the front of the boat, you're throwing backhand with that wind coming straight back at you. In all the days, we spent three days there, you know, and a lot of wind and things, and I'm surprised that even, even, man, in the front of the boat, not, not putting the fly into yourself. Well, I didn't <laughs> see any of that stuff. Oh, really. yeah, you know, no, that shit happens. And knock yeah. on wood, you know no, I mean? no, like, never. No, we, I, yeah, I, never. I, that was, that was some heavy ass wind, and I've seen it happen a couple times, and, Man, just did not have put any. Nobody put flies in anything that wasn't a fish. And you know yeah, what, though, in in in, you're and not I'm making a, very far cast. No, and you're throwing forty to sixty feet. But yeah. you know, and not trying to like tune on anything. But when you're spending a hundred plus days on the water, you know how the initial start to a cast needs to be to not stick it in yourself. <laughs> yeah. And right. you know, after doing it so many times. You already get your line moved to the left side. You lean out over, and you start that cast with your arm already over the trolling motor, and you're going quick, and you're hauling fast, and you're getting that line speed moving because if you give one second of laziness, that wind's going to nail it, and it's going to fly back, and it's going to smack the trolling motor if you're doing it properly. If you're not, it's probably going to go in your left arm, and if you're really doing it bad, it's going to go in your left side of your neck. Yeah, and worst you know case that scenario, ahead of it. it kills your cast. Like you get it, you get it halfway out there, and, and then the dies. wind catches it, and it's like, blah, 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 blah. Yep. yeah. So you know, yeah. like going Not into situations, that and, I, and you can attest. You watch me a lot of times. I would be sitting there with my foot on the motor, getting ready, and I wouldn't cast for 20, 30 seconds because I didn't have the angle. I couldn't make it, and I was either risking not making a good cast 
and I'm stripping the line back up and wasting that time, or I'm risking throwing it into myself. And the other thing, you're good enough to recognize, like you, even though I'm in the back of the boat, you're not, you're still not screwing me up. Like you're good enough of, of a guide that you're going to run that trolling motor, you're going to cast for yourself, and you're also going to recognize that if you move us 20 feet away, you've just ruined my entire yeah. cast. You've got retreat. to keep that angle because yeah. as soon as that angle leaves, then all of a sudden that guy in the back of the boat added 30 foot to his cast Yeah, and in you, order to reach where you oh, need it yeah. to be. So you need to keep that angle proportionate to the front and the back of the boat, or yeah, you're 100%. Yeah. And you do a great job of that. Thank you. So we came into that cove, <laughs> and uh, we got out of the wind, and we're just we're banging the shore, and Mark just lights up, like Mark had hit bottom a couple times prior to this, and I watch him just strip set the shit out of a fly. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, bottom. I'm like, all right. So now he's up front, and he goes out and he strips that, strips that, strips that, and I'm like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, how'd that? How was that? That was a. It wasn't a giant fish or anything, but how'd that one go? As soon as rip shit and tear. As soon as it ate, it splashed on the top and like boom, boom, and it was just yeah, just gone. It was, it was awesome, and we, we we got it in, uh, netted it up. It was probably 23, 24 inches. Yeah, it was a nice fish, uh, but we were pumped, right? Like, it just awesome. takes yeah, it just takes that fish to lift. The, the mood of the boat to lift, you know, you start to chatter more often. Oh, you, yeah. You're, <laughs> yeah. You, you're happier. You're feeling better. We got pictures. Energy's on the high. Yeah, energy's mm -hmm. on the high. We throw that fish back, and then we grind some more. That's and, how it goes, though. Yeah, and then, and then uh, it was about, I don't know, half an hour after that, you guys, well, first, another boat was coming in. And we're like, what the hell is this? Who is coming out here to fish this day? And it wasn't your boat. <laughs> it wasn't there, us yet. No, there was somebody else at the launch. Dude, we didn't see anybody else other than me and you. I don't know where that, where did, where, where did they launch from? We were the they only didn't. two trucks well, and they, trailers in the parking lot. They didn't launch. Your, you were parked there. I could see your truck from where we were. You were waiting for Jay. And another boat went down the ramp, backed halfway in, and must have gone, nope. And drove out. That yeah, they were. That was after I got my boat in. They came in. They had the cover still on their boat. They didn't even take the cover off the boat. They, they had the engine in. problem. Ah, uh, and then you guys came in. Uh, and then you guys were fishing. I was down there when when we were. That was I think when we were waiting on you to even back the boat down. You, no, no, you, no, no, Jimmy. No, 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 Jimmy, no, no. we're we, talking about we, Jimmy right now. We got the boat. No. We got the boat in the water. And I, we and your dad showed up right <clears> after <throat> that, which goes into you not yeah. having having some starting issues right out the gate. I also had some starting issues. We were right waiting out of on the dad gate. and that guy pulled back down. Yeah. We had already had his down. boat yeah. in the water we and that in. shit was yeah, yeah, that shit happened because this other old two guys came down. Their boat didn't work, or their engine didn't start, and they pulled back out. And that's how that worked, because we had, had the boat in the water and were waiting on my dad. I just, my issue was, is I had uh, a little too much, you know, funk on my uh, my terminal threads. 
going, oh, right, right, going right. down all my starting wires. Yep, you got to so sand whenever, them off. So already all done, already all corrected. Baking but powder and vinegar had a little Baking bit of, had had a Sand little paper. bit of play, just a little tad bit of play. It wouldn't start, but ended up getting it all cranked down. Bang, never had an issue. Fired nice. right up. We we and then on, at that point, that's whenever we motored up to you guys and we started fishing with you. You mean you? And that's when you, you mean you started fishing in three feet of that's water. That's when you fished three hundred <laughs> yards. To be fair, <laughs> we, we, we three followed. foot of water in a cold front. We followed. I'm yelling at your you. guys's line. No, you up did the inside, not. Up the inside. We, we came in below you, and we started fishing right up where you guys were and whenever oh, you motored geez. at around the point. I want to say this as nicely as possible. We didn't want to just. We didn't want to run right up on your ass. Remember that there's four being, spots there. You but Jim, but Jim, was being, Jim was being way too nice about it all. Yeah. I would have been right up in your ass on that corner. Yeah, we were on that corner. But you could have high hold us on any one. I know. The other. And no. we're next time. And I'm literally on my boat going. Oh man, they're gonna high hold us. <laughs> they're look at them. They're going. There they're going. All right, we'll let them have it. And then we started working below you, and then that's when no, you, you know what happened? the opposite side. We sat there and fished that, and I'm like, if they're taking this long, I'm going back across now. Let's go. And boom, I motor back across, and you still had 150 yards to go. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing he down there? He was slow footing it in there. Which I will give him that. I and ap- I don't mind I that. Appreciate it now, your kindness. Now, it's etiquette. I'm giving it's etiquette. That's all because, it is etiquette. Because you might have gone over that other cove where Mark and I motored over to. And the wind, the wind was perfect for that cove, right? On the left, top left. Where I caught my fish. Yeah. We, we could start up top and let that wind blow us right into shore. That's the Pea Cove. That's yeah. where the nice spot to pull off to go take a league is. Yeah, and yeah Pea Cove. Which you did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> and Mark we've done always every- has to stop at the Pea Cove. But so yeah. you, guys, you guys were there maybe, maybe a half an hour, and then we run that drift, and I, I cast it into shore. And I'm I'm bringing in and I'm running a uh, what was a it was like a five inch white feather changer. Yeah, it was that pink or white? It was white. It was white. Oh, I wish it was pink. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I'm bringing it in and I get a bump and I'm like and I, I strip set. You a tied times. that feather changer yourself, right? No. Yeah. No, I did not. No. In, I've in never Kenya. tied a game changer. Kenya tied that for him. No, that was a flyman fly. I've never tied oh, a game changer. I am going to start tying game changers. Uh, I'll teach you how. Yeah, that's that's what I want. They're not that hard. No, no it's, that's I know, all I, any of us ask for, Mark. Seriously, Just yeah. teach us the way. This one, <laughs> this one, like you should just buy some. Yeah. I'll trade Chanel. you. Here's the thing. I'll trade you that one for a mini. Um, one of them. I'm gonna tie the fuck. ones that I gave I'm the tying, pat. The mini river pig. I'll trade I'm you. I'm tying that. five of these for you and. You're gonna give me five of those. Okay, that's good. But make sure you trim the heads a little more because uh, I don't like the heads. That's a mohawk. Uh, you want it? You want it a little less? Okay, I'll, I'll tie. No, a little more narrow. Here's okay. But yes, I, I I I will tell me what colors you want. You the want. bunker look. I like that. That's perfect. I love that. Here's that's nice. Here's like the that. thing. Just okay. tell me tell me what colors you want, and I will gladly do that. Okay. Because I don't perfect. like making. Sounds I good. make changers, but I don't like making them. Here's, I, rec- I can do those quick. I, I got it down. Yeah. I recognize that it's not rocket surgery. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, fina- it's, it's a, this is a five You said it before. The best we way talk to about go it last about week it is but pay Mark Burns. Yeah. And you want those all black? All black or all white? Okay. But I, yep. That's I, usually how my questions go. All black or all white? Yep. My, my, my time is limited. Yep. So when yeah, I get sure. to sit down and tie, I'm still trying to figure out the glider. 
I still want to have two or three gliders that I tied. You know what you need I to can, do? That I can bang out. You need and, to start out and learn how to tie a raised fly. Ooh, I like a raised fly. You know why? It's Understand and appreciate what bucktail is and how it works, and then you start working your way up. That is the number one fly that will teach you bucktail just to appreciate the simplicity of it and what it is. Learn to raise fly and then go from there. So that night that we're going to have a whole bunch of perch and some E.H. Taylor. There you go. Maybe we'll carve out an hour to tie some race flies. There you go. What's E.H. Taylor? E.H. Oh. Taylor is uh, so out of better your, bourbon. Out of your league Be- based, better bourbon than I deserve. It's going to get you drunk. Based on your last response, <laughs> Brother, out of your league. <laughs> I, ha- yeah. I have three bottles of E.H. Taylor at my house. Uh, that I got from my brother-in-law that owns a liquor store, so I paid retail for them, which is less than $100 a bottle. If I were to <laughs> go on... be turned into two hatch reels. <laughs> if I go online right now... So that was the one of the, the... You gave me a glass of one of these? No, I gave you a glass of Pappy Van Winkle 15 here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little better than E.H. Taylor. Okay. Uh, oh, thank so, you. I appreciate so, it now. So if you More wanted, than I did then. So if you want to buy a bottle of Pappy... 15 year online it's five thousand dollars <laughs> thanks bud i know i no, i appreciate it more now than i, I did holy then. hold the hold on I he, gave me, he gave me one wait, glass wait, wait, how many zeros a glass of how many zeros did you just say it was very good it's five thousand dollars okay the i just wanted to make good. sure i heard that correctly <laughs> the funny part is is he poured this and jay looks at me and immediately goes you have any ice? <laughs> I was like, "What? Let me let me taste that before you put ice in it." <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. So Please and he no. did not, and we did not put ice in it. Yeah, let me put on the record. Did. No, we didn't put ice in it. That I bought that at retail. I did not pay five thousand dollars. And I can't fucking work for you. And I, <laughs> dude, I, it was one hundred and fifty bucks. Retail. That's all right. I thought we were. I friends thought we since. talked about the we are. thing off air. All right, that's fine. I'll what? just. One day, one day, 10 years from now, I better be on the employment rack. One day you may be able to work for me, but I need to see some some, some better shit from you. You're telling <laughs> me. So you're, so you're telling me there's you a chance. You better at least learn how to tie a game changer, Dan. So you're telling me there's a chance. There's huh? a chance. Some clousers ain't going to cut it, bud. At least Jake can tie me a game changer. So, and maybe do const- some construction work. So that E.H. Taylor is $1,500 a bottle online. Okay, and I all paid right. and I paid a hundred for it. So all right, uh, back so, to their so, uh, back to our so uh, back to the uh, when we were fishing. Mark told me fish. he had a bag full of perch in his freezer, and I'm yes. like, I'll tell you what, that would go really good with some E. H. Taylor at my house. So we're gonna we're gonna, we're do gonna a bag full of big bag full of perch, and then I've got some small bags of walleye. So, so yeah. we're invited to the E. H. Taylor party because i right? can't i can't see why not bring your kids bring your wives yeah. say, or <laughs> boyfriend or find some Jimmy? more perch and boyfriend hold on where do we go off on where we're at boyfriends i've always you've never mentioned a name for your significant other so i always figured it was like bill no no chuck no nah, man her name's nikki oh right on there we go yeah she has an identity i'm glad to hear it so that's not bad. That Kinsey? Yeah, that's not it's bad. It's really not as bad. I, no, it's pretty good. We, it's really good. So yeah. so I miss a fish, right? <laughs> and I, hey, okay. I strip set into that fish. I get a bump, and I told Mark. I was like, Mark, I just got a bump. And he's like, yeah, it's probably a smallmouth, whatever. So I cast back in that same spot. One, two, three strips. Whammy! And it and wasn't it, like a whammy. It was like a whole fish broadside. There it is. Yeah, bam. I strip set twice into this thing, and it... It 
didn't bulldog right away. Like it didn't run. It didn't bulldog. I mean, Mark will attest. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing line back onto my reel. Like I'm not even reeling. I'm just doing that that flip where you try to throw as much line back onto your reel as you can, and then uh, it it turns. Apparently realizes it was hooked. Boom, away it goes, and it was awesome. And I was, I was shocked at how much. And it turned broadside, so we all saw it when it hit. Like, it, it was a wiper. And it took off, and I was like, I can't believe how much this is actually fighting like a saltwater striper. Like, this is awesome. Took off, bulldogged, ran again, dropped down, swam around. We, we bring that thing in <laughs> after a pretty good fight. And, and Mark looks at it, and he's like, that's bigger than Jay's. Oh, oh, we're hearing. Oh, we're, no, at this no. point, hold on. At this point, we're hearing the howls, dude. I'm we're watching. Hearing howls like, I'm how, watching. We're watching you fucking lake. fight the fish first off, and yeah. and I put I put the wood to it too. Yeah. That fish, <laughs> it, it's, it's just laterally you bouncing. We watched your rod just bouncing, just like let completely level with your. your you waist. had it at your hip. You definitely had that bitch in your hip. Yeah, I fight a lot of saltwater fish. I know how to get this done. Oh and I'm sure, like, yeah. You're coming in. <laughs> we're not missing. Well, we were like, oh, he's snagged. He's snagged. No, that's a fish. They, no, that's he's a snagged. fish. No, he's no, on, no, he's on a fish. He's snagged. He's snagged. No, that's a fish. That's, that's a, a fish. fish. And yeah, we were, we were, we were pumped. We were pumped. You know, oh, that's getting our juices flowing too because it's you know it's happening. Like yeah, you guys fish got are fish, moving. You know, and yeah, we we were feeling bad on our boat at that point, but you know, like we should be hooking them too. And <laughs> but like, I'm glad that. You got your first one, and you thought yeah. it was as badass that, that as that fish was so, so wide, dude. Here's the thing: it had to be like fifteen. Well, wide. how? Hold on. How? How so, close? How even close? Yeah. It wasn't. How even close? Wait, let me finish. Was it to let my me finish monstrosity. the story before you. You know what? Start measuring dicks here, Le- Jason. Wise, it wasn't, <laughs> but width wise, it was probably only within one inch width wise. Yeah, we we. So I've got I've got one of the 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 biggest Opros net that they make, that hockey stick net, which is fucking awesome, and I've got the deep net on it, and like it came in like twice, and Mark's like, ah, oh, you got to bring its head in. So we we finally got it netted, and this fish was so fucking fat we couldn't. So we didn't have the wherewithal to look at the length of this fish. We just saw how fat it was, and we yell over to Jay's boat. It was like, it's bigger than yours, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking all sorts of shit, and, and we bring it up, and we get it in the boat, and Mark's like, bump it, bump it, bump it. So I open up the, the bump board, lay it down, and the belly is like two inches off of the, the musky bump board. Right, like it's the this fat fish, and we lay it down width wise, with width wise, yeah, up and down wise. Those fish are way bigger than the bump boards. Oh man, the big ones. And it was it it bumped at twenty six. Twenty six, yeah, yeah. And that fish was huge, and it was it was two inches off the bump board. That thing had to have been it was twenty six by fifteen wide. Yeah, easily. It, it was, was I, like it was so wi- It was as wide as you, like when I look at the picture side by side. It was as wide as your fish, but three inches shorter. It yeah. was a sphere. It, it yeah. was ridiculous. Well, that's how they get. Like, Just a big oval. It yeah, had its see, own gravity. Most of the... F- every other striper I've ever caught has been a aerodynamic... They have a leaner... Missile, right? Like, yeah. they don't have that belly. Like, even in the fall, they don't have the belly. They have the shoulders, 
right? Like a like a smallmouth gets gets like thicker, but not. I mean, some smallmouth get fat, but they get thicker. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So like Broad. fall run striped bass on the water get thicker. Goes in their shoulders, shoulder. not in their belly. Right. And I've never caught a striped bass with that big of a belly, which was. Well, they have that white bass in them. That's a good first one. They have that white bass in them that makes them look like a goddamn panfish. Yeah. And it grows them just round and big and solid. It really does. That's just a lineage of a white bass in them. And for a lot of people that don't know, yeah, we, we used to have stripers. But they weren't able to keep up with the shad population as much. And even still to this day, they still can't as the shad population is bad. No way. But hybrids never quit eating. So the hybrids they switch to, and it's been probably in the neighborhood of 10 to 12 years now. It's not just recent. It's been quite a while. And it's it's been longer than that. Maybe 15, but it hasn't been longer than that because I know... I was well, fishing for them before I left for Columbus down at the river. And they Jace, were hybrids? And they were hybrids. Hybrid striped bass. See, maybe it's been 20. Probably been 20 years. It's probably been 20. I would be say 20 years. Yeah, because I was in high school when I started catching my first stripe. Yeah, it's been 20. You're right. Yeah. Maybe 20, maybe, maybe longer. Yeah, maybe 20 even five. Maybe 20 to 25. Yeah. Yeah, but they used to be regular stripers before that. But, dude, it was it was awesome. That that fight was great. And here's here's the issue. What were you like, fighting it on? An eight weight. Even just an eight weight. Just, I mean, I'm well, it's, a, a, it's a super fast way. action. It's the just Sage the Sage TCR, oh, which cool. is my favorite, favorite fly rod of eight all time. Eight weight's perfect for Salesman them. slaps rod. <laughs> Salesman slaps rod. <laughs> no, it's just, it's, that, no, eight weight's that a perfect weight, yeah. That rod's 10, 15 years old, yeah. at least, that TCR, because then they made the TCX, and then the Method, and... Well, re- the regardless, X and the one, and okay. yeah. now the R eight. It was awesome, and here's the problem with with being a giant human being, right? Like, I'm six four, uh, I'm fat, but I'm not. You fight with your forearm, with most people do with half their body, right? Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not obese. Like, if you've never met me, like I'm fat, and technically, medically, I'm obese. I've got a belly, but I've got, I've got a very wide chest. I've got decent shoulders, a wide back. So when I hold a 26-inch fish up and you take a picture of it, you're like, oh, that's cute. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You're right. It's like like half of your chest. So when you look at me holding a fish, you're like, oh, you you caught a panfish. And I'm like... When you look at Jay holding a 29, (laughs) it's 145 to 50 pounds, 150-pound guy holding a giant fish. Yeah. It looks way bigger than... When Chris is holding a 26-inch fish that's damn near as fat yeah. as the one your I caught. Your first wiper it's was probably bigger 10 than your pounds. first musky. You're, yeah. You, honestly, honestly, <laughs> it was probably <laughs> around 10 pounds. Yeah. And Every eight, yeah. eight to 10-pound fish yeah, class. Eight, yeah, it was 10-pound it was, it was fish. Because mine was probably, I would say, the, ten, the 12, 12 to 14-pound yeah. class. Yep. And a bigger, I mean, just, oh, monstrosity. Well, I, I, look, I look at it more and more every time I look at it. It just makes me feel so much better. Like, like I feel so like, God dude, that damn, was, that, that was a fucking was, monster. Dude, was that a fish huge, was like, a giant. We when we netted it, like I, I I looked, I didn't I didn't feel that way when we netted it, and I held it and put it back. And but more than like I look at it in the pictures, I'm like, God damn, that was a fucking huge fish. And yeah, I'm so I'm well, so more happy now. Than and I you're was then. and you're so lucky you're not a big person because, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> which. 
but and I like, tuck my hands away well. That's why there's not a lot of fish pictures on my Instagram. Like if you look at my Instagram at all, you're like it's mostly barbecue and whiskey and a couple of fish pictures because when I hold a 20 inch smallmouth, like I have humongous hands. You need to right? make your profile oh, wait, picture. Wait, like not, you not to like call you station. out when you hold a 20 inch smallmouth. How many 20 inch smallmouth have you caught? Like three. Does it look like a bluegill? Yeah, it looks small. So when I hold a beer can, crappy. When I hold a beer can, you can see like a half an inch of the can. It looks like a small Red Bull. Yeah, oh, uh, over my hand, right? So when I grab a, even an eighteen inch smallmouth, right? Yeah, and my beer can, I can honestly, when I'm holding the same beer can, just like he is, you could you could see if three quarters of the beer can. Yeah, yeah. I got monkey. Yeah, you do have big, giant hands. I ain't going to even grab one. Yeah, Mark, we're not playing. You can see the whole Yingling logo if I held it. Mark can't get his hands around a white claw. <laughs> but that's, I have paused but because of the... the and, and this might be a, a minor airing of grievance, being a giant. Like a, an 18-inch smallmouth looks like a 14-inch smallmouth in my hands. So Dude, like a, 20, a 26-inch hybrid, like I sent that picture to my dad... And he's like, oh, that's cute. I'm like, that, that was a big fucking fish. And he's like, uh. I had to explain <laughs> to everybody. I showed a couple people you, the picture of you and your fish, and I had to explain to everybody. I'm like, listen, you got to understand, Chris is a big guy. You know, he, he's a big guy. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's, he's a large fellow. That fish, that's that's a magnum fish. Yeah, my, my, that's an upper class fish, but it, it just, from, man, from, you got to, you got to, like, I'm out, telling you. Outside clavicle to outside clavicle is probably you know, 28 to 30 You know what we inches. need to do when you start catching fish? Let you hold them? We're just going to <laughs> we're just gonna no. have to eliminate you from the picture. And just put it in the bump board. And we're just going to have to take a picture of the we fish. We have to take a picture. <laughs> and we're going to have to photo the fish no. like we normally <laughs> no, would do with a no. good camera. Just, just let Mark no. hold it with you next to him like every good guy out there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we're just going to we'll get a real perspective on how big the fish really is. But we, that fish I caught uh, with Schultz, that, that 20-incher I caught. Uh, Dan, hold this. <laughs> well, Dan's like, that looks tiny. You got to hold it out. And I'm like, yeah, but then I'm that guy. And he's like, if no. If you unscrew that bottle you... cap well, for one more second, it's going to unscrew itself. <laughs> well, I was I was busy telling a story. He unscrewed 64 times around it. <laughs> I really did. We need to, <laughs> we like need to make your just profile He's got 8,000 right, threads. So anyway, so you, got, you caught yours, and how big was your dick at that point? Uh... Full All hard, like a quality four and three quarters. Exactly. Like that, those fish, no, that, like, I'm being serious. Like that fish, Dude, those fish are like nothing else we have. I don't, I think they're very under, underrated. I honestly like, man, that's some, that's a real fish. And, and I, they're, they're, man, they pull like nothing else. Oh man. And when my dad saw us doing this on, on the lake, and you saw the one I caught the day and saw the day you had when you were sending us all the pics. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm going. And uh, Dad's like, man, I want to go. I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure this out. You know, Dad's always welcome. And uh, it yeah. just worked out when we were on the podcast last week. We made those plans to go yep. out with you guys. And we all showed up. And Dad shows up. And we get off. And... We'll go to your. Well, your for, hold on before we were. But, but no, no. But, but say, but the perfect part with this is, is we'll go back into these. But the nice part is, is the muskie just went into the spawn, so it's like this was like a perfect shift off. 
all these fish are starting to pair, and it's like, all right, we're leaving them be. And these hybrids are right in their prime with this weather now. So perfect it was like timing, a, a perfect yeah. shift off. For a couple weeks, let's go to this. Let's get on the muskies. And unfortunately for us, it won't be but another few weeks to a month. We're going to be 75-degree water temps. So, yeah. well, great. Thank you. Thank you for leaving me. You can't leave me right now. I think he has to pee. I, I have to, too. Well, let's... Let's take a break so that the little girls can go wee-wee. No, 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 no. No, I'm back. <laughs> Fuck that. No, we're going to talk about this. But what I wanted to say is earlier I was talking about how the mood changes in a boat when you, when you, when you boat a fish mm-hmm. and how it changed when Mark boated that fish. When I boated that fish, Jesus Christ. I was like, hey, Mark, how's everything going? How's your wife? How's your kids? <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's, what's new with you? Like, everything's great. <laughs> it does. It really does. It now. really does. As, I mean, oh, my gosh. Even, the, you know, like. We, we were excited on our boat, though, too, that you caught your fish. Yeah, I you mean, guys that, were that, that, that was morale boosting for us, too. Dude, that was super awesome. Like. I hooked that fish and I'm fighting it and I heard you guys holler and I'm like, I gotta land this goddamn fish. <laughs> yeah, no, we were holler- And I brought I was- it up and I held it up and you guys are yelling. Like we were there. That's for what you. fishing with buddies is all yeah. about, right? Like I was screaming. is that, that pump. Like if you guys would have got into one when we were when we were there, we'd have been hollering and screaming. I'd and- at least trolled over to see it. Yeah, we yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, we yeah. didn't we weren't trolling over to you to see it, but I mean we could see you. You guys were doing your thing. We were fishing hard ourselves. Yeah. I was trying I, to get our I own did fish make on about my three, or f- three or four more casts, though, to try to see if I can double Yeah, up. I hooked that fish, and Mark's like, I got you, but we got to try to double up. <laughs> so he made a couple casts. All right, we're, like, taking a, we're taking a break. We'll be right back. Okay, bye. Jim's got to piss, and I'm gonna, we're going to talk about our, our experience at the end of the night after that. Hey, so we were there as well, and we got all of our stuff together. He had some experiences at first that he talked about getting his motor running and all that. And we talked Maybe about getting out to you guys. people didn't wait till May to take your boat out for the first time. Well, that was him. Not me, I, did, but I had my boat out like no. five times already. Oh, you're, yeah. You're, 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 start I, your I motor. Really, I, I really? No, I, no. I, I, all right, so. Okay, so here we go. I really enjoy that boat. Nice boat. Jeez, it's huge. It's 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 a giant boat. It's uh, I mean, for me, I mean... I can dance around. I could monkey Small around. For Chris. <laughs> I can I can like do an Irish jig on this thing. It's a it's a no. It's a good sized boat. You would, Chris. It's even a sized boat for a guy for you. Oh, like absolutely. you, th- th- that thing would not rock. You can't it's an 18, rock right? it. What's that? It's an eighteen. Nineteen. Yeah. It's, it, it's a giant. It's a foot smaller than mine. It's a giant fucking boat, and yeah, it's, it's a really really nice. Too. A tracker. Tell what your boat is. I mean, it was awesome. I got a, uh, I got a tractor, eighteen sixty MVX. Yeah, um, I'm jealous of your pods. I do like the pods. The pods are nice, but here's the problem, though. If you ever wanted to run any kind of like talon or anything like that, kind of rules you out of any ever doing any kind of shallow right. water anchor. Right. Yeah, you gotta need that crap. Yeah, yeah, I know you don't need it, but you know. If there ever Get it with your bimini. where you so want it, you're rolled it, out. Put it in with your bimini top. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put yeah. it with the bimini top and a couple so, other small you know, yeah, accessories. Your, your cushion's up front. We're, I have a bimini. We're fishing along. Jim doesn't get much time to fish. <laughs> and and, so, and so, he's, he's, running the, he's running the trolling motor the whole time. 
and Dad and I are, are casting our sacks off. You guys have already got two. You know, we're you know, I'm, we're 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 grinding, man. I'm like, man, I'm throwing the same stuff I was the other day. Okay. We're doing all right. I know we, I know we're, you know, we just gotta get in the right spot at the right time to catch them. And we're marking a bunch of fish in this one corner, I'm marking a fucking shitload. And it's just, you know, trying to cast out there on them corners, cast and cast and cast and cast. And, you know, we're staying. And Jim's keeping us right where we want to be, basically telling him, hey, you know, you know we're Mark, look where Mark's at on that other corner. You want to be in the same exact spot, <laughs> hang out there in these other corners, and the same things are going to happen. You know, you don't ever know what, which one it's going to be. And it's fish kind of roll into all of them and kind of push bait into the, all of them. And, we're rolling and at the time, obviously, because we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, uh, you know, you guys said, hey, you know, Chris, we're, you guys got out of there. You said, hey, Chris, got a long ride. You guys already had it, your fish in the bag. It was like 7.15 yeah, p.m. It was, it was getting late. It's an hour drive for me. Sure. So we, uh, you know, we kind of, we were going to, no, we're hanging in. So we're going to fish a little longer. You know, we don't have quite the drives. We're right we're right around the corner from houses. So uh, there you go. We're just going to keep rolling, rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling. So, uh, Dad, we keep going in, and Dad says, you know, and you, you say first, we're like, we're going to make one more pass because the wind is howling. and. Oh, it's Awful. freezing cold. Yeah, we're and marking fish. Raining, we got to do one more. But it's we raining. Gotta do one more. Yeah, we're, we're marking fish. So we got to do one more. We're going to do one more. I look out, and I'm looking across, and I see this fish come up and actually crush bait on top of the water. And Jim will test for this. I went from a hundred. I went from zero. He was done to let's go right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, right exactly. Now. Like, and Mark knows how I can be a little bit more. I'm I'm usually a trooper either which way. But uh, I I mean at that moment when I saw that fish, I was like, we're going over there right now. Like go over there right now. Like go that. Like I there's not no no. We're we're heading there, and I got over there and I thought I was catching this fish. I was I, I I knew I was catching this fish at this moment. Like I knew it was happening to me. My and man. No, no, my pops, my <laughs> pops, man. Ah, some bitch I'm and pops. So happy it was your dad. <laughs> I'm so happy. It I was went your over dad. there. I went over there new and no. I, I just I knew went, I was catching that fish. Like that was my fish to catch and. I went into that uh, evening knowing that I had you and your dad on my boat. I wanted your dad to have the best time possible. Out of all three of us, I wanted your dad to have the best time. Oh, sure. Well, dad dad just knows how fishing goes and dad's and my dad is he's the reason this podcast even exists in 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 a long way out, you know, if you think about it. But he's he's fun. He's fun to fish with. He's a grinder. He never he, dude, he, he never not, stops not one having time. his fly in the water. I know he loves to grind. He's a grinder. He loves having he just loves Ask being up Chris. The next day when he said something about that, I said the message to Chris, I said, Rick may not be the cast, best caster, but he knows how to fish a fly. And yeah. I'm not surprised that's he exactly caught, what and you I'm said. not surprised he caught that fish. Yeah. Yep. Because that's Rick exactly. knows what to do to fish that fly. And if that cast isn't the best cast, he's gonna let it get to where it needs to be and leave it be and fish it the rest of the way back. And I didn't say anything about his casting. I just said I was super jazzed that Rick caught that fish and Jay didn't. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I said. And oh, I, th- I yeah. know you were, because I would have just been t- I would have been walking around dusting my shoulders off yeah. out here. But you know, no, Pops he is and you know, I he fishes a different way. And I, I with every setup I have, I always set him up the right way and I try to as much as I can. He hates sinking lines. He does. He despises sinking lines. So in that situation, I set him up with a... He has a full float for his hybrid fishing. He has his own seven weight that I have him set up with. And I fish my own that has a 15 foot... Or 15 foot, yeah, sink line. Sink tip on it. It's sink six to a floating line. Which that's the way I like to fish hybrids. I fish them in the river that way. It's worked for me in the lake as well. He fishes his way. I said, I'll... I tied him a giant 20, just straight 20-pound leader, and it's long. It's as long as my arms are, so five five foot nine, almost six foot maybe. Mm. I'm five foot nine, so <laughs> as long as my arms are, I think I actually have a 71-inch wingspan. Uh, we've measured it out back really in the day. Fast. We measured it out back in the day, my buddies and all of I, and all of us. Chad was one of the you're friends. You're like a duck. No, Chad was you one of us. You swim really feet, fast, your arms, I have a little, I have a lo- Yeah, my arms are a little bit long. <laughs> like a but, uh, You're a freestyle yes. champion. Yeah, it's, it's my, my arms are hanging by my knees. But uh, anyway, set him with a long leader and a weighted fly. And it was a weighted leggy. Nice. My buddy, Justin Christofferson, who will be here Friday night, uh, Tied this leggy up, and I'm like, dude, that's a nice weighted fly. It's a feather, basically a feather game changer with a little bit of... He tied this one a little bit different. It was on a 26-degree upturned uh, hook and uh, with weighted uh, with uh, dumbbell eyes. Mm -hmm. And it was perfect for the situation, I thought. And Dad was throwing that. And doesn't this fish come up and just crush it? Dude, I know whenever I swung your dad into that corner, I'm watching off the back of the boat, and I'm looking at the depth finder, and I see bait, and I went, this is probably going to be the one. If they're, we're going to get a fish, this is going to be the one. And I'm looking up, and I'm watching you off the front casting towards the shore, and then all I hear is your dad off the back there he is. And I went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. In, in, the, in the angle that the wind blew us into the shore, I'm sitting there, I'm adjusting the trolling motor and everything, so I'm trying to, like, pull us out in back into the bay. So, like, try to get us off of the, you know, the rocks it's, that were, yeah. right, I mean, we were close. We were getting the wind, blown the wind, in right the into it. Which, which corner up. were you guys in? The opposite one that you caught yours in. So where Mark caught his. Yeah. The yeah. upper, like, like closer to where you're going to take out upper corner. Yeah, where Mark caught his. Yeah. So you get blown <clears throat> right into so, it all. So oh, I'm yeah. pulling us out, and as I got the, I finally get the, you know, trolling motor to pull us out, you know, slowly oh, back out so he could fight it. I right, decided so to pull my it. phone out. I started video recording, and that's whenever, you know, so much excitement in the boat, and... Jay's sitting there. He's running the net. I'm running the camera and the trolling motor. And Jay decides that he had no idea what kind of fish this was for the first, you know, <laughs> two minutes of the fight. I think we named off almost every, you know, warm water species <laughs> list that we have in, the, in this body of water. I think other than like a walleye and a you carp. Know, after watching videos six times, I only named every fish one time. 
<laughs> but you know, I, I it was, turned it the was volume the that, on. I should have, huh? Well, was, I couldn't tell because it, like, it. Did you record it with a potato? No, I did it with my phone. Well, yeah, it, no, it didn't come through. Like, mine was so blurry. See, when you like, sent yeah, it, yeah, mine edible. came through like you a potato. You have an iPhone. That's surprising. I know. Would you send it to somebody with uh, not an iPhone? Yeah, me too. So, yeah, me. You don't have an iPhone? Once you, send it oh, through, once you send it through social media to me and all the pictures, they were super clear. The video came through wonderfully through yeah. my even my phone, which not an iPhone that you all have. Yeah, you got to send that crap through Messenger or yeah, Instagram. So, so when you send an iPhone video to We just an, need an SVS Instagram group chat for that. Yeah. So when you send it, an iPhone... It doesn't matter. Messenger or Instagram, it doesn't matter. With, the, yeah, well, with well, us having separate phones... Yeah, if it, it, if it comes work. from an just iPhone... Just send it to the person personally. And it goes to a non-iPhone. It comes through grainy because Apple does not use the RCS technology to allow videos to come through as not potato I phones. think me and you need to have a different discussion on with our teammates okay. here on why iPhone's the best solution. So well, we're not going to do so that. The, that the, Mark, never, Mark's out. That'll never work. I know Mark's out, but Jay, we might I've be went through Broad Street and done with Apple. Believe me, I've went through the tooth and nail of so them now. We netted, uh, so off the phones, into the wipers, we net this fish. Dad's elated. I mean... He's elated for all the hard work, all the frozen ass fingers for the day because it oh was boy. not a nice day. Oh, I had my my hand warmers in my jacket. Yeah, dad dad gave dad gave him okay. a one of the the, 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 the hand, hand warmers, warmers like the ones that dude like, the I couldn't feel ones. my fingers at one point. Yeah. Like I I had my fly line like sliding through my fingers because I couldn't grip tight enough. Whenever I was casting. And dad gave him the, the, the hand warmers like you got that are the battery ones. They're the best. Dude. He has t- a, a pair now. Yeah, me too. And, they're awesome. And, you know, ha- like the Ask Ryan Evans. More than happy to you know, make sure everybody's warm out there, make sure he's catching fish. He was elated to catch that. We had fish. some. We had some late evening sandwiches too. Oh, so we I did. Mean, How long we after we left did you guys hit that fish? Seven forty one. Oh yeah, so seven forty one p.m. That's I was when that gone fish for, got stuck. We were gone for half an hour. Yeah, we yeah. we fished hard. We had yeah. sandwiches after you guys I, left. Yeah, I told him I was like, after you guys left, I went. We already got my boat in the water. I'll stay out here as long as you guys want to. We're awesome. here as we're, long as you, you want know, to cast. I'll keep you guys out here. I'm grinding ass motherfucker. I don't care. I I'm not one to. I I got all my gear on. I I told him. If I have my waders on and my unders and I have my nice Sims Challenger insulated jacket on, I don't feel anything but my nose getting I mean, cold. I feel like we were all dressed. And my fingers getting cold. And I don't know why the hell the nose gets cold, but it just it gets a little <laughs> tingy. Oh, oh I, I have a post for later on why your, why your nose gets cold. Because you can't get a buff around it? <laughs> they don't make them big enough. It has its own windbreak. I'm gonna have to call Sims and say, "Hey, can you make a buff for a giant nose?" Mm-hmm. But oh man, what what a wonderful day out in the shittiest weather ever! And you guys even came up to us when you guys were leaving, and you're in a pair of jeans, and you're like, "Hey, that bad out here?" And I'm like, "It's not that bad out here." Jay, like before, like an hour and a half before we seen you, he was like, "I think Sims is wearing jeans," and I went, "You know." I think he's wearing jeans too. And then you guys came up, and you sure shit, you were wearing jeans. I hope you had base layers underneath those jeans. No, I don't get cold. Ah, oh, you're the guy that wears shorts in the middle of the winter time. Yeah, I'm that guy. He's like you, me, and Jay, like all I, together, all three of us. Yeah, I just don't get cold. 
Like my my fingertips get cold, uh, which is why I have those battery operated hand warmers. But the rest of me, no, I don't get cold. What do you got? Three twenty five, three fifty? No, uh, today I weighed in at three oh five. Oh, perfect. Yeah, three hundred. Perfect. You yeah. ain't that fat. Come on. No, six four, three oh five. It's not. No, six four. You fucking die. I wish I was that big. It's not skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Put that into perspective. Whenever you're looking at that picture of you and your fish. That's exactly right. Yes. <laughs> and I can still. I'm still not. So weak. After that fish, we got out of there. We had a great time. I mean, it, it truly was that. It, just watching Pops reeling that fish, man, it's so much fun. Netting, netting my dad's fish. That's cool. That's really it's, cool. It's always fun. You've got you get to experience it a yep. lot. You get to fish with your dad, and I know you guys. Everybody gets fish. All three of us fish with, or all four of us fish with our fathers. Doesn't mind hardly at all. Yeah, but I mean, you fish. You probably netted a couple of his fish. I, I always, man. I, I love my dad and I. You know, he, he fishes like one of us, so. He loves the SVS crew. He loves being able to fish with us. He, he really, he does. He enjoys the moments. He he loves being out there with all of us. He loves Chad especially as well. Getting out there with that guy, he he, he has a newfound love for you, Chris. For some reason, I don't know why. It's because your wife loves me. I don't. I, I, people <laughs> people 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 tend to people tend to like you for some goddamn unknown reason. I don't understand it, but I I don't either. I am a raging asshole who will probably eat all your food and drink all your whiskey. Like I don't understand how people are like, oh, I want to hang out with that guy. Uh, no, it's, <laughs> I really do. So I got some funny stories. If we can get off the fishing for one second, sure. Uh, hey, I mean, but I want to say thank you guys for coming out. Uh, that was an awesome time Wednesday night. Oh, Dude, we, oh yeah. Time. Like, I think we need to try to coordinate Oh, we're going to do a lot more of the More team of this. Tandems. And you guys were there for my first uh, hybrid striper, and that made me extra happy. It was it was really cool. I appreciate you guys cheering me on. Uh, and Mark was, <laughs> Mark was just as late as I was in the boat. And the worst part about being in a boat with somebody is whether you high-five, fist bump, or shake hands – and it's never the same when you go to do it. No, no. <laughs> when I, when, even when I caught that, that big one, Mark smacked me in the face trying to do something that I wasn't doing. But yeah. I could have given two shits less to get. I got to smack me in the face three more times, Mark. I don't care. We just caught a huge fish together. But every time I'm in the boat with people and we catch fish, like one person fist bumps, one person high fives, one person goes to hug. It's always hilarious. Well, here, Papers here. Co- paper covers rock. <laughs> yeah, to look back oh. and be like, okay, let's just do fist bumps. Like, let's make no, a rule. No, 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 the high rule, fives? no. No, no, no. The rule in this this family is Pecker the fencing. family. No, brothers don't shake hands. We hug. Brothers, brothers got to fucking hug. Right we on. fucking hug. We fucking hug. Come I don't now. think I'm gonna be this able to pull off a hug no, from Mark. No, He's over there. He's like, oh no, 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 no. I've hugged Mark. <laughs> He's like, I don't know about this shit. I've hugged Mark on plenty of occasions. He'll he'll be very. If you catch a big enough fish, Mark will fucking hug you and smile. I remember when uh, Rick caught his muskie and Mark just smashed his glasses. Like that's, <laughs> that that was insane. Congratulations. <laughs> he just squeezed his glasses. <laughs> I'm too happy for you. Look at these costumes. Crunch. No more. <laughs> <laughs> In my defense, they were tucked up underneath there. <laughs> they were. <laughs> oh, oh, that's fuck. good stuff. 
All right. right. Uh, no. So now it's time quick, for your story. But quick, thank you guys. No, no, no. That was the wonderful. We're gonna keep. We're gonna keep that going because you guys have to beat me at some point. You're gonna try at least. I gotta I get on the I don't, fucking board, dude. I don't think that shit's gonna happen. But you know, keep, keep trying, fellas. It's going to happen. Yeah, keep it trying. I've only caught one bigger than that in a quite a long time. So I had some terrible, terrible experiences with my lawnmower. Uh, we leave fishing on Saturday, which we'll get to next week. The things we've learned. What are you talking about? We went Saturday. We're not podcasting next week. You went, or the week oh, after? We went Saturday. Yeah, yeah. we went Saturday. We'll, we'll we learned reach. a lot. Um, but you, you said something leaving Saturday. We each got two largemouth, a couple smaller fish, did not see any hybrids. Uh, oh, we saw some on the marking them and things, but didn't get to really see any in our hands. Um, rougher day, but you know what? Beautiful day to be on the water, and Mark and I still had fun with each other. If it's a beautiful day to be on the water, it's usually not a good yeah. day to be fishing. True. And they had a crappy Except tor- for smallmouth. They had a crappy tournament there. But Mark said something to me on the way out. Good luck mowing your grass. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the jinx for the evening? No, and I, I go, and it's on like 11.30 noon. You know, we get out of there. And I'm like, yeah, I, I got to go home and do it. I mean, it's the only nice day we're going to have. Uh, yeah, that went to a whole new level. Um, Explain. I, Oh, I come home, and I go to put, you know, if anybody has ever owned a zero turn, their left front tire is never fucking not no, flat. No, mine's my right front. My How's right it? front is always flat. Always. I got to really? take okay, it off, see, ratchet, see, wrap see, it, strap see, around see, it, see, and see, then see, pump see, it in. It's see? a right front. Yes. Okay, mine's, but you know why mine's my, my left. right front? Because right around the corner of my, my deck... Where I turn right, it always slipped down to that spot and it would yep. pop it off. Yep, yep. So it's okay, soft so I get, that right I get that. Okay, so I have my mine's my left because I'll ride it off on where the, the like where the wheels of the buggies dig out the side of your, your you know my road. Yep. And my tire will slip off and boom. My my so my left front's always always flat. So now you know on a zero turn, nah, nah, you're, I can't get a fucking but point three. Air pressure Cue, to Chris. go into this tire at once. Yeah, ratchet strapping. And no, 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 no. This isn't even ratchet strapping, Mark. It's like it's in, like I, I have the thing to it, and it, no. Hold on, hold on. This is this is gets funny. This gets say funny. Cue Chris Sims, but that was way better. <laughs> it gets good. No, no, this is, this is not, no. Any any male that knows that, unless you're Chris Sims and you pay somebody to fucking. You're rich enough to pay somebody to Horse cut shit. your grass. I mow my own no. lawn. Okay. He just buys a mower with a 60-foot deck and air conditioning. Well, 72-inch <laughs> deck, Mark. I, I have a 50. 72. Mine's a 54. It's not small. I no, mean, that's big. That's great. Yeah, but it's fine. And I don't have a zero turn either. Uh, you compensating uh, for uh, your nose. Uh, uh. <laughs> I, I run a zero turn very quickly. I do not. I Mine's attached to... It, I have a 72-inch deck. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she would say. That's yeah. what she said. That's what she I, said. I cut very quickly, usually, and so today not so, or that day not so. So after I get the tire pumped up at point three per pump for twenty minutes, it gets pumped. I'm coming. I'm going. 
and then all of a sudden, can we just can we a, just capture a, that no, no, screenshot? No, 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 dude, it's not. Wait, 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 wait. Tires full. I'm coming. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Point three per pump. Point three per pump. I'm coming. I'm just, that's exactly oh, yeah, what she said. Exactly what she said. That's my lifestyle. I live by that. I live by that. So, but dude, I'm going. But dude, I'm going. Mark's laid out against the wall. Dude, it's not right. I'm not moaning right. Like shit's not okay. Like it's all weird. Like I look back, like oh that looks like shit. That's not. That's weird. So I go and I come. I come back in and I. Now I gotta pull out those. Uh, I have. I have uh, the ramps that you put on the your front of your mower on. And I can slide them out. I slide my thing underneath. Well, the the mower attachment. Like so for my. So my mower blade, you know, it's attached to a post that goes up through. That's now to a mount that mounts it to your deck. So now the mount's not that there. It's missing two bolts. Oh. So now I'm like, well, I'm going to fix this myself, right? So I take two other bolts off the mower that are non-assessive. Bump. No, not, not you know, they don't need to be there. So I take those off of the other parts of the mower. And I found one that I had that was the same exact bolt, and I put those into the thing. Well, not, and they tighten up. Well, not knowing, they're now stripped out. So I now send two more bolts <laughs> out of my mower blade. Almost, I think I sent one of them through the fucking trailer that's next to me, in my ha- like next to my house. The guy owns trailer. Anyway, I only, I think I sent seven. one bolt through the side of his fucking trailer. <laughs> and so I'm like, fuck it. I got to go. I got to get some different bolts. Like, so now I'm going to fucking Lowe's. So now I go to Lowe's. I get different bolts, smaller bolts, smart enough on me because I'm going to by- bypass the whole, you know, what is that 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 torque? I'm just going to go smaller. I'm going to put a bolt on top of the... Shorter. No, I'm going to go longer and I'm going to put a bolt on top of it instead oh, of actually okay. screwing in the bolt yeah, yeah. Um, that's stripped out. I'm going to go a little smaller. Go straight through. Now put a nut on top of it. Boom. And and this worked. So this worked. Good. I was only going to This worked to great. See, I was going to say so. I had like seven. That's what she said moments. Yeah. But you I went immediately to upgraded Andy. to like nine. You okay. should have went to see Andy at this point. No. So so now, so now no, I, I fix this. This is perfect. This works great. Awesome. This is going to work great. So... Two weeks, or what was it, a month ago, we mowed our grass for the first time. I ate my dog's tie-out post into my mower blades. I ended up having to grind it out. So I buy a new tie-out post thing. It's there. Today, I take I take the tie-out. I take the all, all, all the, you know, all the, the metal tie-out, the 40-foot metal tie-out I have for my fucking dog. My dog has some fucking range out there in the front yard. You guys see it. I mean, it's not like we keep him close or nothing. Put it over there. So he's like 80 fucking feet. And then I'm like, oh, I, I just moved it. I'm good. And my stupid ass ends up just getting close enough. I suck up his tie up. <laughs> and it is just <laughs> shuts down the whole mower. And I am just like, oh, my God. It's been five hours of me going to Lowe's. Because now when I went to Lowe's, we had to go with the family. 
Snell family goes to fucking Ollie's and this place and that place, and fucking I finally get to Lowe's. It takes me seven fucking minutes to get my goddamn bolts, and it's on a fucking two and a half hour trip. And you know this, you know this, Chris. Oh, oh, you brother. understand this very well. <laughs> Better than so you, my friend. All this, you know, all this is cumulating. I don't in my know fucking head. I don't you know. know and I finally get my grass cut. I got like fucking three lines to cut, and now I run this goddamn fucking thing over. I fucking shut my mower off my, or my mower shuts itself off I turn my mower on and it still runs but the thing's not gonna fucking you know the gauge isn't gonna go in so I pull back over cause I already have the fucking thing set up because I've already fucked with this once today and I didn't ever change them I didn't move them I'm a fucking stoner I pull them up there again and now I've got all this shit wound up in all three of my fucking mower blades and now I'm pissed and now I'm I'm I, if I, I mean I, my heart's going, dude. I, I, I <laughs> the have, trembling I, is hundred percent selling the story I have right now. Low bl- I have low blood pressure. Like when I go, how? When I no, I swear <laughs> to God, when I go to the doctors, my blood pressure is always low. It's low. It's always like, like, I don't know, one fifteen over, like nothing, dude. It's it's always very dis- un- unbelievable. We'll accept low. Unbelievably fucking low. People are just they're like, how are you alive? For a guy your age, you know, with your stress level. Yeah, I, I didn't think I had stress until today or yesterday. Oh, so now I'm in there. I am underneath my lawnmower with a grinder <laughs> oh, to grind that metal cable off. Yeah, to and 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 oh, I had to stab my fingers with the end of the little metal, you know, like metal fringes. Oh, those from, cable fringes. Oh yeah, the cable fringes. Those that's the worst shit. You stab your fingers with that. It hurts forever, and I'm a, I'm a construction worker. I'd rather fucking imagine smash my sn- finger with a goddamn hammer. Imagine than feel that. snipping it off and then stepping on it later, and it's stuck in your foot. Ah, yeah, metal, metal splinters. I get them mm-hmm. from sh- trimming did, off. Did you sharpen your blades while you were under there? <laughs> no, that's my dad's <laughs> job. So I'm in the dis- Yeah, I I used I've. I used to run a lawn mowing crew for seven years when I lived in Columbus. So very that's why I could work on it myself, you know, at the house. I wouldn't tell anybody else to work on their mower at their house and do the kinds of things I did. But, you know, I know I actually dropped my mower blades and used to give them my dad because he's a better grinder than I am. Nice. But so you want to know what's funny? When I walked into your house tonight, I'm like, oh, Jay mowed his grass. Apparently he doesn't have a weed whacker. Maybe we should talk to him about, you know, trimming around the sidewalk and, and all that business. But now I understand you are uh, you, you are otherwise disposed. I had a terrible day that day. And by that time, I was not picking up a weed whacker. And honestly... <laughs> We're just going to let it go. Honestly. But, but honest to God, that's the first thought when I walked honestly, in. Honestly, I did. He I, had a bad day. I, I'm an edging kind of guy, and I will. And To your I'll defense. Of, and my shoulder is still all jacked out. From, from the softball, from, from the, the soft, wiffle ball, from the wiffle ball incident, my <laughs> shoulder, fella. my shoulder is still <laughs> fucked up, and I, I chose to go fishing with Mark and and just keep waxing on my shoulder. So today was rest day, and yesterday, we got, some, to, yesterday we got some stuff done. To your defense, I, w- I might weed whack three times a year. Literally, I'll I'll, yeah. I'll cut a couple times in between, but I'm not worried about it. If you care that much driving past my house, screw you. I don't. I'm not. I'll no. tell you. It hurts my back for sitting there for an hour and a half running that weed whacker. I'll be completely Screw honest. I ran a weed whacker for uh, probably 
five of those seven years. And yeah. I haven't mowed yet this year. Mama didn't raise no bitch. Not once. I but will. but I'm still spreading topsoil and seed. I had a bunch of patio work done this year. Uh, and I put a bunch of French drains in and everything. So, so I you're have, a mud pit at this yeah, point. Yeah, my yard's a mud pit, so I can't mow. And I've got I've got 25 horsepower of of mower. So like even if it's knee high, I'ma be okay. But you <laughs> know what? I will I will give my little cubby. I have a cub cadet. I will give that little 54 inch shitty ass cub cadet its props. <laughs> that bitch. Starts up. It's a Kawasaki motor. It starts up every Dude, time I ask it to start up. You can't beat them Kawasaki's. I got a Toro, and that's Dude, that was my only that thing, man. My only was... requirement when I bought that motor is it had to have a Kawasaki, and mine's twelve years old now. Before yeah, I got my it, tractor, it just doesn't it doesn't die. Before I got my tractor, I had a fifty-four inch Cub Cadet with the Kawasaki motor in it. Uh, I fired it up today because I'm going to sell it because I got the tractor. Uh, I haven't run it in two years. Check the oil. Checked the battery, fired it right up. I mean, it's good to go. That's what I did every year. All I had to do was air up a tire. When I was in high school, I I mowed for a while and for a couple years, and we always used Kawasaki uh, weed whackers. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing in comparison to them. Like, I mean, if that thing's that good, a mower and a, you know, a motor and a mower is going to be unbelievable. And it's, I like, uh, I do like Echo. Mm, When it comes to my other stuff. Yeah, I, I run an Echo. Mm. I I'm run a steel an Echo. Guy. Man, I run yeah. an Echo. Uh, I'm a steel yeah. guy. Still. Backpack blowers, man. The Echoes, they they never died. We used them for years down there doing all that stuff. And I like that kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a junkie when it comes to the, a little bit of that stuff. But the Echoes, it, it, if you don't use them as much, you know, if you're not really, I mean, you buy nice equipment and you're not using it all the time. Heck Yeah. I haven't had enough life experience to decide yet. Be a D-Walt man if you're going to be something. Makita's going to gloss you a lot better, like though. D-Walt's nice, but Makita's better. Why are you no, looking at me like that? Yeah, because I feel like you chose like a shot man. that you nah. didn't have to take. No. I'm a D-Walt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, Walkie's hey, uh, more expensive, but... Are so, we good? It's like ten o'clock. Yeah, like, Evans. Hey, oh, Evans has an upcoming event in Springville, New York. We're not going to talk too much about it. We're going to say, hey, it's on the twenty-sixth of May. If you want to look it up, go on, <laughs> you know, QueenCityGuiding.com. Uh, check it out. Uh, we will be there. I will be having a great time hanging out with Evans and the whole crew up there. Is that um, his musky event? Yep, that's a musky event. Nice. And, if uh, I don't have a baby. By then, I will be there. Well, there we go. Uh, a few of us will be there. I mean, it should be a good time. Uh, I had a great time last year, and just even hanging out with him and hang, just being around was just a wonderful time. Uh, be there, Springville, New York, May 26th. Look it up on uh, queencityguiding.com. Mark? Sims Fishing. Check them out at simsfishing.com. Yeti, built for the wild. A-Rex Hooks, fresher saltwater. Check them out at arexhooks.com and Cortland Lines. Doesn't matter what you need. They've got a line for it. They really do. Uh, friends of the show, Ryan Evans, Queen City Guiding. Go check out his event uh, later on this month. Michael Davis, Down to Earth Wealth Management. Thomas Shank, Chippewa River Custom Rods. Our buddies over at Muskie Fool and the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance. Thank you guys for tuning in and dealing with our shenanigans. Toodles.